Louder! And it's time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking in and head in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. Going on a ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. What's up, Gorehounds, and welcome to the Goremore Podcast. I am your not so mean fluff master scream, Big Johnny D, bringing the shit show in. However, I do not bring the shit show in alone. For with me, as always, are my beloved horror homies. Started off with that Chad Daddy, the Dark Lord of Knowledge, Mister Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? You hear? And we have the saucy Aussie, that DKB, Mr. Brody Kane. Howdy, howdy, you sexy sons of biatches. Today is May. It's gonna be May 1st, yeah. 2023. And, well, we have a very fun episode today. Uh, we're a little light, missing Bob and Scoobs. Bob should be joining us in about 15 minutes or so, give or take. Mm-hmm. Scoobs, however, is uh, doing daddily duties, potentially. Yeah. And him and Mel are on the way to the hospital. I hope I can say that. If not, sorry, Scoobs. And uh, it's not like anybody listens to us anyways. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't give a shit. Anyways, no, I hope uh, the best of luck for them. Hope everything goes smoothly. What's up, Heather? Heather, Heather? I am not ignoring anyone, by the way. I'm just sitting here sharing. I figured you're sharing. That's fine. I usually do that when we're all taking our turns talking and stuff. No, but today we are going to have a fun episode. We are talking about 2021's Malignant from yeah. director James Wan of Saw and Insidious. Yes. Insidious and Conjuring Universe, the whole shebang. I would honestly say, and I don't think it's something, I mean, not that we personally talked about, but it's like, I don't feel like I could talk. James Wan, as for like horror director, whether you like his stuff or not, dude, he's definitely, I feel like he's shelved with one of the greats as one of the mm. greats now. There's oh, no yeah. way you can deny how much he's fucking brought to the table in the last 20 fucking years plus. And it's not even his directing, even just all the films he's produced or written. He's right. A lot. Well, I mean, just, like I said, just the ones we mentioned on, you got mm-hmm. saw, you have the whole conjuring verse, which is essentially his fucking baby. I mean, it's insane, dude. And then, well, insidious soul franchise conjuring. Well, it's just fucking insane. And then I, I'm trying to think what he made before this, because obviously this was something where the studio was just letting him do his shebang. You know what I mean? Well, like, well, he, he did Aquaman before this. I'm pretty yes, sure. thank you. Okay, so that's what that. it is. He beat me to it. Nope. So that's what he had to do. He did Aquaman, which was the <laughs> studio's bullshit of like, hey, you got to do this by the numbers. But then if you do this, we'll let you do whatever you want. And then he got to do this shit. <laughs> but he did throw a little bit of horror into the uh, into Aquaman with uh, the trench. Yep. Well, yeah, dude. But Undersea is scary, bro. They like, were going to make that into a movie, too. But that got yeah. fucked. Hmm. I don't know, man. Undersea shit. Undersea shit always scares the fuck out of me. Oh, yeah, dude. You want to you have nightmares. Just look at some of those deep sea fucking fish. Like... I do not. I'll never go on a cruise. And somebody's like, why? And I'm like, because, dude, I just fear of open ocean. I, that is I'm like, I legitimately have that. I do not care. I don't like 
like it's just too much open space that's just also yeah i mean it's open so much like you're just like nah fuck that yeah, we don't we don't need to be we don't need to be running into cthulhu or the kraken or something dude fuck that i don't want goddamn deep rising i don't need some worm to get five times <laughs> or 500 times its size and then snake hole my butt through a fucking <laughs> toilet i'm good man that just seems like a bad day uh, oh right dude like oh man just so many just <laughs> like anytime you see always like they're even though they're badly animated like they always still have that weird thing but you just see like some dude like diving and you just see like something kind of faint <laughs> and then just giant fucking teeth like and you're like nope <laughs> wait wait tell me this i wasn't on the episode for it but the rift monster what was the monster in the rift there was a bunch of different ones uh the big the big bad the one that came at you starfish yeah starfish on the wall <laughs> it was no there was like the big bad that came at the end and it was made out of like the nurse and shit right <clears throat> wasn't it? it was like the big like mongoloid four it was like walking around on four legs and shit i thought it's been a minute it's been yeah i don't remember but anyways i went off on a fucking tangent we're gonna bring this shit right fucking back <laughs> um so yeah anyways waiting for bob scoob's on the way so in the meantime i i haven't called on him in a minute hey, variant steve yeah i gotta fucking get variant steve <laughs> <laughs> there we go so variant steve if you could it is that time ladies and gentlemen it is now time for your <laughs> slaw, slaw. yeah Thank beautiful you, and steve. delicious oh, that every time great. dude i'm so glad i still have that too <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck chad daddy how the hell you been then? Uh, i haven't been too bad thank you so uh so this past week uh so wednesday i had to take my youngest to get registered and tested for kindergarten so little oh, miss harper's going shit. to kindergarten and she she did exceptionally well on the test she was like up at the top of the charts on everything they said she is more than ready so i'm very happy to say that we have no problem sending her off to kindergarten in the fall everything's going to go extremely well there uh we had some really oh. nice weather here last week so thursday i had to break down and mow the yard oh that's the worst that first time of the end of, dude this is what pisses me off though so i mowed on thursday and I took the dog out back to go to the bathroom yesterday. I looked at it and I'm like, son of a bitch, this fucking grass needs mowed already again. Three <laughs> days. Cause, and it's because we had three straight days, now going on four straight days of rain. So that's oh, just that's making that, I'm at right now, dude. That's just making that grass shoot up even faster. I'm like, God damn it. Like today, dude, today we fucking, it rained and then it hailed and then it rained again. You got hail? We got hail. Fucking A, dude. It's supposed to snow tomorrow, for fuck's sake. It's May. You must have, like, high, like even though you're south of me, you must still maybe have, like, higher elevation range or something. Oh, like yeah, we're in, the, like. we're in the Appalachian Mountains, dude. We're, yeah. We're, what else the Appalachians? Yeah, I mean, so. driving through Pennsylvania literally is fucking driving through mountains. The whole mm -hmm. It is. That's why it's such a contrast when you get down to, like, the Carolinas and it's just nothing. It's yep. like pan it's like a pancake ass, just like mom used to make, dude. Flatter <laughs> than shit. Anyways. Yeah. Uh so I did that. Let's see. Last week I watched some movies. I watched uh, Mortal Kombat again. Fuck yeah, and dude. Love, I'm assuming. Of course. And I forgot how much fucking fun that movie is and how great uh Kano is. The Can whole I movie. ask you a question on that really <laughs> yeah. quick? 
Are we biased on that though? Because it's like we just put Brody in that role naturally. <laughs> no. I mean, I, I kind of. You might want to think that. But no, he re- he really was that fun. No, he is. It's fantastic. I dude. love I love Kano in that movie, and I of course, obviously, he's going to have to come back for the sequel because we never they fucking bring him back with his goddamn robot eye dude. exactly they have to they have why to. he would have his power still and love yeah like please fucking do and i get why they said they're like they couldn't have him in cage because it's like too much of the jokes okay i can kind of see it with how they wanted to play kano around this time they didn't want right. to throw away which i appreciate so i will say i dude i i still don't feel once again, and Brody and I have talked about this numerous times. Worst part of that whole fucking movie to me is the Power Rangers scene where they're all in the void and Cole's like, "Come on, guys, we got to get together and do this." Like out of I nowhere, they're that. like, "Shut the fuck yeah. up, God Armor! Get the hell out of here, dude!" Like, <laughs> yes. With his armor, he was definitely the most Power Rangers like out of them too. It was just that speech, though, dude. It just felt so cheese, and like, it just didn't feel legit. You know what I don't. You know what I mean. Like I don't it. Know. it felt very forced. And I still, I, 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 I still just don't like how they did reptile though. <clears throat> That's fair. I mean, you know, yeah. dude, everybody, bro. I mean, he, his his death was cool. Listen, I feel I feel your pain with that with Rieko because I loved oh, Rieko yeah. because he was yeah. always such an unsung character, dude. They only brought him in like fucking four, and he was awesome, and his background's awesome. But no, they bring him in this, and he's a fucking. Re- ridiculous I know, he literally he, yells that's all he does he doesn't have words he and natara didn't even need to be in this movie really they natara just was just throwaway yeah, but just, that's yeah. fine with me because she was throwaway they they could either had natara come in which kind of makes sense or like it would have been funny if they had like sue how come in or something <laughs> <laughs> but okay so there, this isn't sorry guys this is not an episode of fatality it could be oh we well we need to bring that back I listen, dude. I've been trying to uh, jumble around ideas in my head. We we still gotta we still gotta cover Snowblind. No, I know. I just to try to go beyond just that though, like to see if I can. Yeah. Without just seeing like it, without making it seem like it's also just rehashing. I guess. Yeah. If that that's where I'm trying to go with it, which is kind of like, well, we went a little too hard, a little too fast. <laughs> Could have spread that shit out in hindsight. There yeah, is right. the possibility of the TV series, maybe. So, yeah, it comes to worse. There's that, and then there's obviously the like upcoming news and shit like that too, and stuff. So you know, there's it'll yeah, be, it'll be back. Those. It'll be back but, in some form. Uh, let's see. I also watched Kids versus Aliens on Shutter, which wasn't awful. Yeah, dude. So you said this was a, um, not a standalone, but it actually is in the VHS universe. Yeah, it's supposed to be a spinoff of uh, this one little segment in VHS two. Uh, I think it's called. It Summer is VHS Party. two. Yeah. Okay, I think that's the one where the dog has the camera attached to it. If yeah, I I read that. That's what that is. Yes. Okay. Okay. That was a cool one. I liked yeah. it. And it was a cool movie. And it's a little. This is the type of alien invasion movie I'm looking for. Yep. Yep. As in. As in. Like smaller scale, they're just like attacking like a family off in the middle of nowhere. Things like oh, okay, nothing like crazy worldwide. Yeah, I don't like those are fine, but that's not what I want to see. I mean, they're they're all they're all right once in a while, but they're too summer blockbustery. Yeah, they're too schlocky. This was cool. That's fair. Yeah, so I watched that, and then you know, normal slow weekend stuff. I beat Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, so now I got to play something else. Nice. Yeah. 
Fuck it, hey, bro. Good for you. Yeah. It was. I mean, I could still do the DLC, but uh, I don't know if I want to. I, I don't really own the game because you uh, you download it off the PlayStation Plus thing. But once yeah. they stop, once they stop hosting it on their PlayStation Plus, like it's gone. It's not like okay, every month. I don't know how it is with Xbox, but every month you get certain free games that you can download. You can keep them forever. Yes. But there's certain ones that they host that once they're gone, you you lose access. To so there's ones for Xbox Live Gold. You mm-hmm. have they put down two to three a month that you can download, and those are yours to keep. Yep, that's the same way as the PlayStation does it. If you have Game Pass, though, that is just a a Netflix style library of mm-hmm. games you can either download or do the cloud gaming. Which honestly, the cloud gaming it still needs a little kink workage, but it's not bad. I know. I do that once in a while yeah. on, the, on the PlayStation one. That's, it's not I bad. do it just to try out games because I'm like, yeah. would I want to download this? I give it 10. Bro, I spent 25 minutes playing Pressure Washing Simulator because I could cloud play that shit. I have dude. heard so many people say how addictive <laughs> it's that game is. It's so good. It's so, it has no right being as fun as that <laughs> is, dude. And my dad's like, but you have a real pressure washer. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I'm like, but this That's thing even pays better. Me. I'm like, but this shit pays me to do it. He's like, it's not real. I'm like, I know. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, oh, I'm like, because I, I was explaining how my one buddy, I told them about it, and him and his wife just took off on that shit, dude. <laughs> they beat the full fucking game. Yo, man, Rich, if you're listening, if that's what you're laughing at, I'm telling you, dude, just. Go try it out. It's so fucking stupid. Dude, it's I, so stupid, but dude, it's so I spent fun. Two, I spent two days playing the Untitled Goose Game. Hell yeah, dude. It's <laughs> all right, man. I played fucking what the <laughs> shit out of it. What uh, what was the goat game back in the day? Goat Simulator. Goat Simulator. Yeah, I played the shit out of that. I dude. couldn't get into that one. It was so stupid. Yeah. Uh, you know, we talked. We've been droning on long enough. We got to get to the point. Uh, Brody, it's your oh, turn, brother. have you, my buddy? I have been, yeah, not bad at all. Um, I really have struggled to think about what I've done this week because to be honest, I don't think I've done fuck all to be honest. And here is Mr. Bobby Boucher. Welcome. Sir. Hello. hello. Sorry. I'm late. I got home late from work. That's You're right. fine, buddy. Old J mate. Old we're doing J. slice of life and we're on Brody right now. So you'll be up next. Beautiful. Um, yeah. What, what have I actually been up to? Well, I watched uh violent night last night. That's what I did. And that's nice. the first time I'd seen it. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> it was really good. Dude, I lo- that oh. is fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, I, I love the mythology. Like They don't really deep dive into it. When he takes his shirt off, yeah. he's got all the Celtic tattoos. I'm like, what the fuck? And then, Dude, that shit. Oh, it was so awesome how they were able to like incorporate that with the mythology of Santa and just like this backstory. They just want you they, – they leave enough there just so you want more. I thought that was cool. Um, yeah, and it was actually fucking funny too. Like the dark comedic elements about it was like it worked extremely well with the uh, the actors that they brought in for it. So yeah, very fun time with that film. The violence was awesome. Um, I also watched Megan. Which which cut did you watch? Now i I don't think it was yeah I don't think it was the uncut version because there was okay. a lot of you know, quick cuts before the death scene. And yeah, I don't, I don't even think an uncut version would actually help that film for me. I just felt like it was familiar territory with like a little bit like, I think the child's play remake shits all over Megan, to be honest. And that's just me personally. Yeah. I think 
I think Child's Play remake is a little bit more, well, it is a lot more darker and it's probably more my taste in like humor as well. Like just everything about it I thought worked way better than um, Megan. Um, yeah. I was talking to TJ halfway through it and he's like, what do you watch? I said, yeah, Megan. I said, look, I just can't get into this film. Maybe it was the mood I was in or what. But, yeah, it just felt felt boring to me. Like it dragged on a little bit and they try to explain a little bit too much about the AI and, and the, the advanced technology of the doll itself. And, yeah, I just, yeah, I didn't really fucking care for it, to be honest. And that's another okay. James Wan produced film too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he even wrote it. So I was like, maybe if he had of, you know, got behind yeah. the camera on that film, it could have been something, something a little bit better than what it was. But um, look, to be honest, I am absolutely boring this week. Unfortunately, <laughs> didn't really do anything. You're fine, dude. Sometimes we all have this nice chill weeks. My my like, wife got on just shit. to hear you talk, Brody. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> the only reason I got on. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Well, can't well, I better. Better slap it on thick, eh? Hey, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, other than that, not much else really. Just watching like film pretty much. Uh, very keen to talk about this film with you guys. And Hell yeah. yeah, passing it off to you, Bobby Boucher. <clears throat> How you been, brother? I've been good. Like I said, I had a long day at work today, but it is what it is. And a very rainy weekend. Uh, what did I do? Saturday, I work. I started my uh, weekend job, so I started doing that uh, for extra money for the next month. And then Saturday night, me and my girlfriend went out with some of her old coworkers to uh, um, an Italian restaurant called Monticello and Red Bank here, and uh, that shit was fucking fire. <laughs> the, the 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 filet mignon I had, oh, oh, oh filet made made it rock hard, rock hard, man. Rock no, hard no, to hold no wonder you got to start a weekend job to pay for that meal. Well, now please, <laughs> please, I got plenty to play for that. Um, and then Sunday, uh, me and my girlfriend went up and hung out at my aunt's house with my cousin. We went to Dave and Buster's, played some games, there you and, go. Then we, and then we just sat around. We were looking at some old photos and stuff that my uncle had on his phone. So uh, as we were doing, we chilled out, and then that was it. My weekend was uh, was very easy peasy lemon squeezy and you know not boring but you know it was it was nice because the next month i have to work a lot so i'll take it nice and easy for right now as much as i can get it but uh but now i'm here to talk about this movie so who did did you go in order did chad go i, I went yeah, yeah, yeah we all okay, went in order. so, so johnny it's all you now all since right, well, i'm so short first and foremost uh i love the shirt so i gotta say that thank you for anybody that can see that um what did i do this weekend oh yeah so i went and saw return of the jedi for its 40th anniversary in rpx which so our theaters that was having it was regal and the rpx is supposed to be the regal like peak experience thing so it's not imax but is but it, it's like right fucking there. If that it's makes not, sense, it's not like 4D, is it? No, 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 no. It's so it's weird. So it's like the sound is way oh. more like immersive and stuff, and it's still stadium style, kind of like IMAX, but it's not so like if you were on the top, you'd be feeling like you could fall over everybody. Okay. I am, I am Heather. I am, I am like sinking into that hole like huge. But that's all right because you know what? It's I don't care. Whatever, dude. 
<laughs> uh, that's fine. Gives the wife and I something to fucking binge on and everything like that. Um, anyways. <laughs> so, yeah, we did that. That was a good time. I, oh, I also uh, dipped a toe back into Ghostbusters and played the new DLC, which was fucking nice. I didn't get to play the new Ghosts, um, but did the new map and checked out all the new, like, they've definitely improved the game. Mm-hmm where they had like even on the um on the table that the fact that they've changed everything to actual percentages and shit so now i'm being that percentage fucking whore to where i'm literally like just stat fucking checking everything for like five minutes i'm like all right all right this goes up here like just trying to do the maths i don't think i checked that out actually yeah dude just those just that little bit of improvements you're like oh fuck yeah dude and then they added the uh not the fright features but it's i'm trying to think it's a it's the second toy line when they have the neon suits, but they added those all into the fucking game. I saw that. That shit's cool as that hell, dude. Um, and then they added a uh, GB2 yellow raincoat in the helmet. Which I I'm saw, definitely going to work for I that. I saw that in the picture. I saw that. And then obviously all the extreme gear, mm-hmm. which cool, but the extreme gear looks like my buddy, my brother-in-law is just like, dude, it looks like a fucking uh aerosol painter or like a hose painter yeah and i was like it does it that's exactly i'm like in the back looks like a giant playstation fuck or anything like that like (laughs) or like a pressure washer or something like i don't know it's very plain for how the extreme was but the animators were trying to make it easy on themselves yeah lazy fucks um and then celebrated my niece's 14th birthday so it was just family there but I was uh, I was proud of her because the one thing she wanted to do and her mom was taking to do after the fact, she wanted to go see Evil Dead Rise. And I was like, yeah, that a girl. Yeah. And I go, now let Uncle John ask you, me a, ask you a question. She's like, what's up? I'm like, have you seen any other Evil Deads? And they were like, no. And I was like, Rachel, have you? And she's like, no. And I was like, huh. <laughs> and I was like, all right. I was like, well... I was like, damn, I wish I don't. I would have just brought you the stack of movies over and be like, here you go. Do your fucking homework. Uh, well, real quick, I'm going to cut you off because now I because I completely blanked on my. Friday oh, you night. did. We went and saw Evil Dead Rise. <laughs> yeah, you did. It's been such a long day that I completely blanked and I had a reminder from my lady. All I'm going to say two is thumbs, this. two thumbs, one cock up, uh, three cocks up, three cocks up all the way. All right. I, I, I loved it. I 100 percent loved it. It's like a chimera of cocks. <laughs> and I loved, I won't give anything away, but I loved how um, towards the end it got, it got more creepy. And I loved a little tribute that I saw at the end. You know what I'm talking about. I call yeah, it, yeah. Call it tribute, but you know what I mean. I'm like, oh, yeah, we saw that before. No, I, I think. Tribute. That, you got to believe me. But I, I really do think, because the whole time during the movie, uh, I kept saying the line that Ash says in Army of Darkness, where he's going, where everybody's like reaching out to see if someone's wrong, and he goes, "It's a trick. Get an axe." The whole time, I'm like, "Guys, stop reaching down for these people, please." <laughs> but then the ending came, and I'm like, "We're getting, we're getting another one." Well, yeah, they have to. Well, yeah, no, they have to because it's well, and I don't want to give anything away. I can't say anything, but you know, uh no, hell yeah, dude, way for, way to keep. Way to keep them numbers up for that movie, dude, because it's doing awesome right now. Yeah, I'm so happy it's doing well. 
So I would like to go see it one more time before it bounces for sure. Uh, but, they already released a steel book um, artwork for, it, and I'm, I'm getting that shit. Nice. So let's see what else they do. Oh, uh, and then I did some fucking hardcore spring cleaning yesterday because like Chad Daddy says, it's been raining like a motherfucker. Apparently we live in England or Seattle right now. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah. So I went through and got rid of, like I had a nice size box, dude, that I filled up with fucking movies that I was just like, I'll never watch these again. I don't care. They're all DVDs. A few of them are Blu-rays, but it's just shit. I'm like, meh. And it, I look at all my fucking physicals and it, it doesn't even look like I got rid of anything. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> all I did was I helped get yep. rid of stuff that so it wasn't stacked on top of the other stuff. So now everything's just neatly stacked. And it's not like all disheveled stacked. And I was like, uh, all kinds of movies, dude. Like every, I had some shitty horror. Movie. Like, dude, I had two copies of Saw 2. I don't even know why I have two copies of Saw 2. <laughs> and I was like, I'm getting rid of both of them. I don't fucking want them, dude. Like, that shit. And then I had some shit like, uh, what was it? I fucking, The Order. I had like old Chappelle Show discs. Some old fucking like South Park shit. Uh, a bunch of old 2000 Will Ferrell movies, a couple Fast and Furious. This shit, I'm never gonna. I'm like, I don't, I'll probably watch it. Yeah, half this crap. But no, it's I, I kept most of my horror movies and then like organized them in its own proper section. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, nice. And then like dusted all the shelves. And I got this new vacuum, dude straight up and i'm not gonna be like i'm gonna be totally lame but i don't care shit i'm like this thing's fucking awesome so now i'm just in like super hyper like clean mode i'm like let's see what this bitch can suck yeah (laughs) (sighs) i can hear i can hear you saying that and your wife upstairs just going fucking hey dude dyson i got that one upstairs not that color oh (laughs) it's not as good as the dyson dude and the dice i didn't feel like spending 500 bucks out of fucking another vacuum but uh, this one for the price is pretty fucking solid, dude. And I laughed because it's got the like, you know, it's got the normal like floor attachment with the rollers. But yep, this thing yep. has like five super bright fucking LEDs in it, dude. So it reminded me of my grandma's like <laughs> old school vacuum with the fucking headlights on it, dude. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that dude. Vacuum fucking nostalgia. Yeah, fucking vacuum in the night. I think yeah, I'm going to duct tape a freaking LED light to the top of my RoboVac sometime just to see what. Just to see what happens. I'm like, I'll get, you know, I have the cat, three the cat is cats, and none of them have ridden that fucking thing. Yeah, I'm very upset. They all suck. <laughs> you need to attach a, a a laser pointer. No, dude, because then like only like one of them kind of bats at it. The other one doesn't give a shit. The other one will go crazy. Uh, but it's well. mine. Like if I have to t- tip it over to get anything stuck out of it, the cat will go over, and the little bristles just. <laughs> and then of course I'm like, <laughs> she jumps back. Fucking a, dude. <laughs> but uh. So, and then after all this fun-ass weekend, I watched this movie for the first time in my life, and I am very excited to talk about that now. Me too. To which that is, once again, 2021's Malignant. Brody, take it away, buddy. Right, right, yo. So, in 1993, at the... Right, now, I've already fucked this up. Is it (laughs) Simone? Simone? Simeon? Simeon. Simeon, right? Simeon, yeah, fuck, right? God damn! Wait, wait, wait! Cut, Mulligan, 
Mikey, you restart. <laughs> Kaney's cutting that one out and he's there cutting back in. <laughs> snip, fucking snip. <laughs> oh, my God. We've heard that a fucking minute. No, we haven't. That. <laughs> snip, fucking snip. Um, <laughs> right. In 1993, at the Simi- <laughs> God damn it. The fucking Simeon Research Center. Right. The dangerous Gabrielle kills many doctors and nurses and Dr. Florence Weaver, who is in charge of the case, says that it is time to cut out the cancer. Snip, fucking snip. Nice. In the present days in Seattle, Madison Mitchell is pregnant after three miscarriages when her drunken husband, Derek Mitchell, argues with her and beats her head against the wall. Madison passes out, and when she awakes, she sees Derek murdered in a gruesome way. Madison loses the baby, and her younger sister, Sydney Lake, comforts her. Soon, Madison has dreadful nightmares with a monster and horrible deaths. When she realizes that the murders are happening in real life, Madison and Sydney look for police detectives Kikoa, Shaw, and Regina Moss to report her dreams. What is the mystery behind the nightmares? Ooh, yeah. Keep going, buddy. You're good. Oh, shit. Right. Directed by uh, my Melbourne friend, James Wan. I wish we were friends, but not really. Uh, who also did Saw and Aquaman. Uh, written by James Wan, who also did Dead Silence. Awesome I film. forgot he did Dead Silence. Yes, he did. Super underrated. Uh, I like that film. Thing. It's Yeah. Conjuring, obviously, always good, too. Conjuring 2. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do Conjuring 1? I don't. Ah, that's just the one that I, I just put the random ones on there. You know this. No, I know. Yeah. That's why I'm just making sure because I'm like, wait, because now you're almost like making me second guess. I'm like, did he not do the first? One? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did. Know. All right. Um, anyway, sorry. Uh, uh, Kayla Cooper, who also did uh, Hellfest and Megan. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Ingrid Bisu, who did Super Yolo Show, uh, produced by James Wan, who uh, produced Lights Out and obviously. Uh, Mortal Kombat, yeah. Uh, Michael Clear, who also did Annabelle Creation and The Nun. Bobby, take that shit away, boy. Starring Annabelle Wallace, Annabelle, Peaky Blinders as Madison Mitchell, McKenna Grace, Ghostbusters Afterlife, Annabelle Comes Home as Young Madison, Maddie Hassan, Hassan, whatever goes on, Twisted, Mr. Mercedes as Sydney Lake, George Young, Containment, Falling for Christmas as Kikoa Shaw, Nicole Brianna White and Encino Man, She Hate, she yeah. hate Me as Regina Moss, Jean Louisa Kelly. What's up with the three word names this time? Jesus Christ. Uh, Uncle Buck, Top Gun Maverick as Jane Doe, Serena, Madison Wolf, The Conjuring <laughs> 2, I Kill Giants as Young Serena, Susanna Thompson, Little Giants, Arrow as Ginny. Janie, Janine, Lake, whatever. Uh, Jake Abel, Percy Jackson, Supernatural as Derek Mitchell. Jacqueline McKenzie, Deep Blue Sea, the 4400 as Dr. Florence Weaver. And Christian Clemson, Apollo 13, Mighty Joe Young as Dr. Victor Fields. Chad? Okay, to Heather, to answer your question, the young Madison in this movie, who was she in Ghostbusters? Ask? She was Phoebe. Phoebe. She was the main fucking character. Phoebe. <laughs> Thebes. 
Hell yeah, dude. Sorry, I got a little itch on my ankle here. Ooh, itchy ass. <laughs> if, if my ass was all the way down there, we got problems. <laughs> okay, right. music by Joseph Bishara, Insidious and The Conjuring. Cinematography by Michael Burgess. Annabelle Comes Home and The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Edited by Kirk Morey, Feast and, I just gotta say it like uh, Brody says it, Aquaman. Aquaman. What a two! What two crazy combos of movies to have on your fucking roster, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's why Feast I put them on there. And Aquaman. That dude. is exactly why I put them on there. Like, <laughs> and you know what? If I was presenting my fucking like whatever, that I, I it would be in that order. I'm gonna guess Feast first. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> uh, effects and makeup by Spectral Motion. They did Pacific Rim and the Tomorrow War, among others. Mm. Distributed by Warner Brothers Pictures, runtime of 111 midgets, rated R for mature audiences, budget of 40 mil, and only grossed 34.9 mil, but it did not have a big theatrical run. It, yeah, I think they not. tanked themselves by putting it on streaming right away, honestly, at that one. You got to remember, this was during the pandemic, too. They didn't really have much yes. choice. I actually saw this in the theater. Um, did you? Went, yeah, I did. Like it came out like the first week it came out, and then my one friend wanted to go see it. I think the following week, and we're looking like it's not in theaters anymore. I'm like, what do you mean it's not? Just came out because at the time I don't think they announced that it was not going to be in theaters long. As far as I remember, all of a sudden a week later it's gone. I'm like, it just came out. That that doesn't happen with a movie unless it tanked, but it didn't tank its first week. Like it, it made money. So that was mm-hmm. that was very odd to see at the time. Hmm. Yep. All right. So I got to say, going in, I remember Brody originally talking about this when it first came out. Mm-hmm. That was my biggest thing was because him and TJ were all about it. Um, yep. I remember you guys, I, or at least I feel yeah. like it was presumed that this was going to be a present day yellow film. And after watching it and still not particularly understanding Giallo, I feel like it hit all the knocks on this. And I know we discussed this a little bit before, but I obviously wanted to bring this into this because this is where it's here. But I feel like with all the color tones, the main killer in itself being like the shadowy person in the long overcoat. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's also it's it's you could argue it. Well, I would say the killer is still part female because it's in a female's body, mm. which it's not all the time. But, you know, what I mean, that's a, I would say that's. A yeah, we're we are going to get into kills. spoilery territory here. So if you haven't yes. seen this, you might want to go see it. Then come. Yes. Back and watch you it. know what? Thank you for saying that, Chad, because I'm going to say this right now. I went into this movie already knowing the ending. I didn't. Oh, really? this was this was not a movie that and normally that would not affect me in any which way, shape or form. I don't care about spoilers. But this is one where if you had not, it makes it I feel like it's way better of a ride. I still yeah. enjoy I guess, it. I agree. But I gotta say I did not know the I knew nothing about this movie really. I went in completely blind, didn't watch the trailer, nothing. That's didn't good. didn't even know the twist beforehand. I saw it coming about halfway through. I correctly predicted the how it was gonna happen, the ending. I knew what was gonna happen. Right. Like you I mean with the amount of like blood trauma that keeps randomly happening after these events and stuff you're like all right man well clearly and then you know once you kind of see the figure for like out of the shadowy style 
Like I would say like it's probably the second interaction with with him. And with I think Gabriel. a good I think a good part of that is because I read the dark half in high school and saw the movie and that's very similar. The storyline is very similar. What? Yeah. We have Oh, we can't scoops, scoops. Scoops. almost couldn't. How are you here first. right now? So we're not going just yet. She wants to oh. wait just a little bit, but I just wanted to stop in and put a stop <laughs> to the show. Tell you boys, love you guys. We love Have you, buddy. Have a kick-ass show. Love you. And we'll see what happens. Hey, Good luck, buddy. Hey, fingers right. crossed Good for you. Buddy. Love you. Fingers crossed. We love, love you. you, guys. Penis is oh, crossed, too. Crossed. Penis is crossed, too. Yes. Crossing oh, shirts. man. Okay. That was surprising. <laughs> uh, uh, I know. So, yes. When, if no, before, ahead, if, no, I was just going to say. If you haven't seen the movie and you need to duck out now, totally understand because once again, this is just, it's one of those things where you don't want it ruined. It's just better to just enjoy it. And there's, there's no way we can talk about this without revealing the twist. You just fuck no, dude. Absolutely not. So for, I know when I saw it, like the trailer is a very misleading trailer. If you really watch it, I like, didn't watch the trailer. So, so, uh, so if you go back after this, anybody who's going to go watch it, if you go watch the trailer, it actually is a very misleading trailer. So as I'm watching the movie, because the, the I'm like halfway through the movie, I didn't figure it out like Chad, but I'm like, she's connected to this somehow. But how the fuck is she connected to it? And I, I didn't figure it out until I think it really came through when. After the scene where it looks like she's in that like clock tower, but it's actually the top of the house and she's interacting with him, but then he's not there. I'm like, oh, you're, you're him, but you're not. I'm like, wait, how? And then we see what happens after that and everything. That's when I figured it out. Yeah. Word. So. To replying to Heather, and that's fine if you weren't feeling this yellow, but I'm only bringing this here just as like actual, like, okay, granted it's from Wikipedia, so that can, shit can be changed too, but just an overall like encompassing of like what makes a movie yellow. So an Italian cinema is yellow, pronounced yellow, plural, Italian for yellow. We've all discussed this throughout the years yes. on this fucking yeah. podcast. We know that. I actually retain that. I do know that. And the scene with the one bald doctor his whole apartment is all yellow and all throughout and like everything dude the decor it's it's crazy and if you didn't notice that go back and check that shit out but it says is a genre of murder mystery fiction that is often contains slasher thriller psychological horror sex exploitation and less frequently but still supernatural horror elements i would say that's mostly everything with this movie Maybe not mm-hmm. so much the sexploitation. Yeah, you get a little bit of all of that, mm-hmm. all of that, except for the sex, like you said, the exploitation. Yeah, that yeah, wasn't heavy by any. Because there's a little bit, it, there's but. there's a little bit of supernatural with the fact that Gabriel has some kind of effect over uh, electrical airwaves, and like, and apparently he has super fucking strength too. Yeah, he does. Like, or he is like unable. He's he's full on tap with adrenaline. He could just like drop that shit. He's like, all right, adrenaline mode activate. Just like, <laughs> well, throw I, shit. I also think that's also cause he's still attached to the body. So it's like he himself has strength, but he's using her strength too. I'm sure we could go into that rabbit hole all day long with him being attached to her still. So I will say, and I got to give credit for the wife to this one, but I, I agree with her hundred um, percent. I feel like James Wan 
is a really big Soul Calibur fan, and he just wanted Voldo as a bad guy, but didn't really know how to get Voldo <laughs> into this. So it's like, all right, we're gonna do our own thing. Because be. that's all I that's all I felt like fucking watching this thing, dude. I was like, holy shit, this would be Voldo, but it looked way weirder than it did. In shout out, Soul shout Calibur. out to my buddy Gene there in the chat. What's up, buddy? Hey, hey what's up, Gene? Gene? No, man, this uh, this movie was cool, and it definitely started. Yeah. I like how it started out. First of all, the intro threw me for a loop. I almost yes. had to watch it twice because the way it's shot, like so clean, but then the style it shot is so late 80s, early 90s cheese. Yes. It was distracting that I'm not even watching all this cool shit happening. I'm just trying to figure out like, I'm like asking Jen, I'm like, does this look weird to you? Like, this just looks weird. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like something just feels fuzzy about this. I, okay, so I just want to get one thing about this movie off my chest because the one thing that took me out of it and anno- and annoyed me is okay. So when her sister goes to the old asylum, mm-hmm. looking for the uh, the medical records, and she walks in, and the place and she is, happens to grab that perfect box. And okay, yeah, that that was that too. But she's walking around, and the place is just full of like these old antique wheelchairs. And I'm sitting there thinking, why would they be using those? This, the place was active up until the 90s. Those wheelchairs would have been mothballed. They would have been trashed. They would have had more modern wheelchairs than that in use. Uh, maybe. As a person who worked in, a, in an old folks home, I still had some from the 80s. Those were not from the 80s. Those were from like the 50s. Uh, I mean, maybe they just... It's just to get the, the spooky factor. Like, that oh, must yeah. have been. But it's like, I just watching watching, like, I don't think they would have been using these. <clears throat> That's fair. Because wheelchairs in the 90s looked nothing like that. That was not even something that, like, pinged in my fucking brain in that scene. <laughs> I was just thinking, I was like, oh, man, this feels like Tower of Terror. Uh, <laughs> no, this movie, though, man, like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. First of all, I yeah, was this not expecting not... the kill count. Right? Yes. Scoop, Scoop said he counted 46. There was just too many. I couldn't count. I believe because it, Because when, when all that insanity hits in the, the jail cell and, the, and extends into the police station, it's just boom, 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 boom. You don't even get to see everything. Now, we have had precincts of cops all taken out by people before. We've got Terminator. We've got Maniac Cop. I'm sure there's a few others that I'm fucking missing here somewhere. But, like... This one, dude, was just holy fuck, man. This scene in question, and I, like I said to you guys, you gentlemen beforehand, made me feel like I was on some hardcore fucking drugs the way it was <laughs> because it looked like stop motion animation. That's like the only way I could explain it. And I, but like way smoother at the same time. Mm hmm. Now, Brody, you said you haven't, like, you know what's going on here with this. Yeah, tell us about the spider camera. So, yeah, so essentially what it is is, like, they obviously choreographed the scene before they filmed it. Uh, They set it all up. Uh, So they were able to get this all done in one take uh, by setting up a, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's called a spider camera. So what it essentially is, it's up, like, obviously above, like, the set, and it's on wires, and and they use these at, like, it all NFL, oh, they, AFL yeah, yeah, games. Okay, I know Does, oh, yeah. so it drops down. So as it can drop down the on the lines and follow. So the way that it was sort of like motion detected in a way, so it, it followed 
Gabriel. So Gabriel or the actress or the actor who was playing Gabriel at the time essentially had like a motion sensor attached to him, I'm pretty sure. So it followed that character around everywhere it went, if you know what I mean. So I don't know if you ever saw Lee Winnell's Upgrade. Did you ever see that? No, I no. want to because I've heard really good things about that shit. That's the one they just yeah. announced for a 4K release or something, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's that's the one. But essentially the same thing with that actor. If you watch the trailer when the camera tilts up with the actor, it's it's sort of all like it, it's all like um yeah, motion censored to an extent. So they were able to capture that all in one take with a bulging lens on it. I'm not to- I'm not sure what type of lens it was, but it was an oval Fuck it, it's not fisheye, obviously, but it definitely has yeah. that almost that, yeah, yeah. That circular, yeah, yeah. weird bubble like a, like like a panoramic kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, like a vignette as well. So it was able to make shit like feel warped and it was coming at you, but it wasn't. Oh, dude, that shit was trippy. If, if they had that shit in 3D, if this movie oh, came when it oh, came that'd out, be so fucking oh my god, I think that'd make you sick. <laughs> I, th- I think we need to talk about the the fact that how impressive it was that that was done in a single take. At, yes. oh, that was so I, great. I mean, listen, dude, any single shot. To, not only that was the the top down through the house. That was all one take too. Right? I love that shot so much. The, the, the same camera, the same camera. I love, okay, I really love that shot because you know what it made me think of Resident Evil clue oh, oh yeah they do that it's like yeah. looking okay. at a clue board okay the way yeah, they yeah. Out each room and mm-hmm. i look at like that looks like a game of clue i loved it it gave me resident evil one static camera vibes and i was just like oh shit dude that, <laughs> that's easily one of my favorite shots of the whole film no that was and it went way longer than i expected mm-hmm. like i yeah. like she went up i figured it would have probably ended when she got to the top of the stairs but the fact that she kept coming and then went down like another fucking hallway and it's just like, holy shit, dude, that was awesome. That was. That had to be all studio built house, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it it was, it was built on a sound stage. Um, but that's what I feel like James Wan does really well with his cinematography. He's always trying to figure out new and different ideas throughout each film. I feel, um, you know, he really dabbles in that creativity behind shooting, uh, these scenes of action, but also being intense with his like horror shots as well. So he really know he's really familiar with that type of territory, and he knows how to set up that shot. But while also trying to add a little bit more to it throughout each film that he does. Yeah, if you know so, what I mean. No, I I know exactly what you mean because there was definitely some shots, and I can think of one in I think of one in particular uh, that feel very direct from Saw the way yep. he shot and the one i'm thinking of is when gabriel's up in his attic and it's like mm, that first yep. reveal shot where it's coming in it's panning in from the window but it's swirling that whole fucking time yeah i was like bro that's straight out of saw like and i haven't watched yeah. saw in 20 fucking years god i gotta rewatch that but like they even had some of that like industrial music going on with that mm-hmm. shot so i'm just almost like oh man that's like direct but no yeah. like you could definitely see like where he's progressed over the years to get to like some of these great dude that that fight scene though that is just <sighs> holy fuck well that was some, insane someone made that fight scene a wwe meme they put commentary oh my god the stupid fucking chair at the end <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did it dude, that thing fucking launched that shit yeah oh my god so i want to say definitely with discussion like 
I liked how they almost set this movie up. Obviously, in the beginning, you get some crazy intro where you're like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Feels very, I mean, it's 93, but it feels like it was shot in the 90s, like I was saying, which felt very, mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Dude, even the opening logo had like that VHS tracking. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but, it's, but the rest of it touch. wasn't like that, which was, I was like, was it only because we were in the 90s? Is that's why we I think got so, yeah. shot? Yeah. Like which like really threw me off and maybe like, had to catch my bearings almost. I don't know why. But then coming into it, when we start discovering, we don't know it's Gabriel yet. But I like how they almost kind of play it like it's a ghost movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, for a little bit. Like they they really set up some good fucking jump scares. One of the best jump scares, dude, was that bitch in the window just fucking ha. Yeah, <laughs> fucking got gems yeah. so bad, dude. I was like, did you just jump? She's like, shut the fuck up. And I was like, how did that not see yeah. you? I'm like, because my slow ass was still like looking at her shadow, expecting it to do something, so I wasn't paying attention to the full fucking frame, but. <laughs> No, man, this movie had some great jump scares. Dude. Well, even mm-hmm. not even jump scares, but great setup. So when the girl is oh, in yeah. the attic, when the girl the is attention. in the attic and they're trying to find her with the, the police are there and they're like, and she's trying to explain that she's dead, but she didn't do it. And she falls through the ceiling. The setup of that alone was awesome for mm-hmm. that scene. I loved dude, it. That fucking fall would suck. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, yeah. Now, that, I that did laugh hard. because. When Gabriel first called um, our main character here on the cell phone and was just like, hello. And I was just like, oh, God, dude, this feels like Scream. (laughs) (laughs) Like, If he asked, what's your favorite scary movie? I'm fucking out. But honestly, I like his voice better than Ghostface. I was like, that's what Ghostface should be almost. A little bit more distorted, digitized or some bullshit. This film is definitely a love letter to genre film. Yes, it, it it has everything that you are that we're just even talking about. Like it's a throwback to that '80s era of B film, just with everything combined into it. And I like what you were saying there before about the yellow, how it had everything. Like you know, it had somewhat of a taste of the modern day yellow with elements of the big neon lights and the character design, right. like that the like, leather coat, gloves, and sometimes and, even the characters, even the characters themselves, kind of like. They weren't as like ridiculous as most characters are in a yellow film, but there definitely yeah. was like some questionable moments or just like yes. the ways they acted, which I'm like, yo, man, if that's where it's a yellow, you know, kind of makes sense. Yep. But just, just and, and like, I mean, there obviously are some flaws with this type of film when you're trying to introduce so much genre into mm-hmm. it, I feel, because it feels like. And it might be just throughout the editing or whatever it was, but it feels like it it goes from point A to point C without explaining point B. Yes, in, I, I agree in with some that. elements of the film, like they just sort of, to me, it feels like James Wan was just like, "Fuck it, I'm going to do what I want. I don't care if, if shit doesn't get explained. Maybe if there's a sequel, that'll later come into it." But even though it still made sense, if you know what I mean, because I had some questions, like. Um, you know, the, the well, I might be looking into it a little bit too hard, but the real questions I had was what the fuck was going on, like, with Gabrielle's powers. Like, did they discover throughout human anatomy that twins can experience telekinesis more than the singular human or that they're more equipped to have these powers or was just, you know, in an experiment? Did they just experiment on Gabriel and then he ended up conjuring these powers? I just had questions like that. Explain a little bit more about why he was able to talk through the fucking radio. Um, 
Yeah, they, that was like, I mean, and they bring that whole electricity thing right in from the get-go, which is mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. It's not like it's something that's just introduced down the road. But no. the fact that, yeah, there isn't, and maybe you're right. Maybe James Wan's like, why do you need an explanation, man? Just, it, it's a fantastical movie. Just fucking go with it, dude. And yeah. it's like, you know. And we could it's be right. Movie. Movie. Yeah. Hey, hey, what's up, Taylor? Hi, Tay. Hello. But uh, hoy, hoy. We, we could be right as to, yeah, he just wants to be like, I don't want to explain it. But at the same time, I do agree with Brody. I'm like, I feel like that needs it because that brings that supernatural element to like, well, how can something that's p- part of her brain make that happen? Like, see, I, I kind of like it this way. I kind of like it not being explained. I'm not sure I really need an explanation. I mean, hmm. I like the mysterious element to that. I mean, the fact that yeah. we're getting limbs fucking that flipped backwards and now you have 10 times the strength. And I'm like, yeah. yo, dude, what the fuck's going on here? Let me do that shit. Like, see, yeah, see, I feel like it's that's what sort of separates it from being a yellow film to what we normally see because a yellow I can, film. I can totally understand that. Yeah, because there's so much involved. Like, it, yes, it has those themes and elements of a yellow film, but it's balls to the wall. It's nonstop, like, violence, where in a yellow film, for me personally, yes, we get the intense violent scenes when they happen, but it's more of a murder mystery leading up to those moments where this is, which is that type of film, but it's supernatural. There is so much going on in this film. Um, you know, the violence definitely is the middle part. There's so much of that violence that sort of, you know, okay. ends up being a yeah, slasher film more than a jello film. Absolutely. You know, it, so there's a lot crammed into this fucking film that I love personally. It's my type of film, that B-movie feel about it. But when, and and I will admit this, like when me and Mr. Bowser were watching the trailer for this and like Bobby said, it's very fucking misleading because we thought we were going to get a full, like, Jello film. Like, we're going to be like, holy fuck, he's doing a modern-day Jello film, which ends up being that, but much more, as in, like, so much crammed into it that it doesn't feel like it at times, if you know I mean, what I mean. let's take a look at Juan's... Uh, History? Yeah, discography. I don't know who you want to call it. <laughs> filmography. Yeah, filmography. Filmography, yeah. there you go. Uh, his shit dude is like usually balls to the wall dude i mean let's look at the saw yeah. series alone so yeah. like if you were to tell me that james wan out of all directors is doing a giallo i feel like this would definitely be obviously this is his interpretation of it where it's gonna be like that like you said hmm. and that's maybe that's one reason why maybe i don't like the originals is because they're a lot slower paced Slow things like yep. that but this is just like hey this keeps my fucking the dopamine just fucking flying each mm-hmm. fucking yeah like five seconds absolutely. absolutely and i kind of feel as well i mean this shouldn't be a really big fucking deal and you're taking that out of the italian environment which the majority of them are held in and you mm-hmm. put them yes. in, a, in, a, in a setting of uh america itself yeah, like I, I think that plays it a little bit of a big part for me personally because if you go back to the Argento films, they're all got accents and overdubbing, you know, and it just sort of, I mean, obviously different eras, different times, but right. that sort of takes it away from me a little bit just with the accents and the the um, the locations itself. But so like, I mean, it, yeah. so what you're saying is like as long if it if it toned it back, so if it almost didn't have probably that precinct scene. Which I feel like that would probably be fantastic fucking scene, but I feel like if you took that out, maybe it would be more definitely. 
Yeah, absolutely. Because that shit yeah. definitely took it to like, all right, we're going to off 25 people here in yeah. 10 seconds. <laughs> but at the same time, I also yes. feel like uh, it would have been like kind of the period. But I feel also in today's modern age that I don't think that would have worked because now everybody is so desensitized. The more crap in your face, the better to a degree. Yeah. Yeah. I got to say, man, I this, is like, this is Giallo for the ADHD generation. Me. That's my, that's yeah. a, a fucking poster right there, dude. Like, okay, so but I okay, so I think I think we really need to discuss the ending and what would have happened after the ending because despite you know all the things that Gabriel's done and despite her beating oh, Gabriel, bro, she's in there prison. Is, yeah, there is no way there is no way she's not in prison or an asylum. And the sequel is she escaping from either the prison or the, the asylum. Or, or massive body jail, count. Yeah. One of the two. One Dude, of the three. She's F, she's in like federal prison, yeah. bro. Oh, like, that yeah. was that was that was all I thought about right at the end of the movie. And right, give me five so more minutes of the other SWAT I, team coming I in I to see, fucking arrest her. I saw her that, ass. and I'm like, immediately, I'm like, there is no way she's not going to prison. But I will bet you this, if they were to do a sequel, she is not in either, and she is telling people how to deal with their mental health. How much you want to bet none of that happens? Because they would do that. They would certainly do that. I think it'd be cool like Gabriel is fully take over her for a sequel. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing, man. I wanted, I need to be skinnier because I want to cosplay this, dude. I think this would be fucking fun as hell. Uh, just have like a weird backwards, have a weird backwards thing, dude. Have the long hair. Obviously, your face would be Gabriel, so I'd have the like the weird like her face on the back of my head. Be fucking uh, sweet, dude. Make that sweet, cool knife, dude. Let's talk about the knife. Oh, that thing was what so a cool yeah. weapon, man! Made out of a fucking award of all things. Yes. There that you go. Is... Another contribute to the yellow genre, the knife with the right. leather gloves and mm-hmm. shit. So leather gloves. We definitely got a lot of scenes of putting them leather gloves on, which is good because Gabriel doesn't want leaving prints around. He's smart right. enough. Like obviously he knows backwards prints. That's right. Yes. Yeah. But man, that like the fact that we got this cool fucking like. I don't even know what you want to call that because it's like it's like a punch dagger almost the way mm. the handle set up and everything. It looks like something you could see in like a um a, myth- a mythological horror film. Like this is the dagger you use. That or just like some medieval shit for sure. I know, yeah, that, uh, I know Hawkman has something like that, but I can't remember what it's called. But yeah, it's essentially like what do I want to say? It's like it's like a knuckle duster to an well, Yeah. Mm-hmm, yes. But just, dude, like the blade is just fucking nasty. Oh, I like how it's actually in the first scene that we see at the start of the film. It's behind the doctor talking to the audience. Mm-hmm. So you know you what? Say it. I'm. I'm glad you brought that up because that whole time I'm focused on the gold fucking scissors on the mm-hmm. desk. I'm like, them bitches are going to come into play, and they never fucking came into <laughs> play. No, that's that's, that's what I thought. <laughs> nice those like gold scissors. Them shits are coming. Yeah, right, dude. It was the red herring <laughs> weapon. <laughs> you know what his? Off. You know what his main weapon reminded me of? Fucking RoboCop's po- fucking thing that it came out of his knuckles when he had to stick Ooh, it in the fucking get, oh, okay. information reader. <laughs> so originally, like I told the boys before we started, I uh when it was in statue form still, it reminded me of black Christmas with the unicorn statue, at least that kill even too, just like mm-hmm. the way it kind of like showing it up and everything like that. Yep. Um, I don't know if that's what it was alluding to by any means, 
but I'm glad that it wasn't just left like like it was in Black Christmas. You know what I mean? Like the remake of Black Christmas made it a weapon, but we're not going to talk about that fucking trash piece. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's see, dude. So we got some crazy fucking shots. We got a lot of different styles all over this whole fucking movie mm-hmm. from just intro to throughout the rest of it. Um, I think the acting wise was pretty solid in this shit. Yes. Shit yes. Too. Like nobody really yeah. seemed like super hammed in. Okay. So we talked about the fight scene, but we never talked about the pre fight scene to the fight scene of when she was murking all those chicks in the jail cell. Oh, that's such a holy oh fuck, dude. Like that shit was fucking crazy. That's I think we, the the actual reveal of uh Gabrielle himself. Yeah, yeah, that's like coming cool. out the fucking like the skull. Uh, that was cool as hell. Was very cool. <sighs> and that's when you get the actual like full 100% of Gabriel walking like he does mm-hmm. and just murking people, dude, like with double jointed fucking ease. I, I, I was um I was actually watching a behind the scenes uh footage of that scene with how we get the reveal of Gabriel and uh Norman Cabrera, who I've actually had the honor to speak to, um, he was like working the puppetry on uh the face of Gabriel. So you mm-hmm. see him behind the scenes with the fucking remote control in his hand, like it's like a <laughs> Nintendo 64 game, and he's like fucking <laughs> laughing, he's like looking back at like James Wan going. <laughs> like a little kid in the candy store. It's so fucking funny. It's Dude, on it's just YouTube. Like a, it's like a super fucked up version of Quato or something like that. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking 80. But no, I liked how that still had like weird, like a little mouth and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, I, I like how we saw what he looked like before he looks like what he does. Because he looked like, talk about a real mutant. Yeah. The, well, that's what's crazy if you think about the deal. surgery they have to do to, to remove like, all that. Yeah, holy shit! And they couldn't, they couldn't like completely re- remove like his face, so just shove it into her fucking skull. Yeah, and in real life, like there are, there were incidences, not obviously to this extent, where there they would be attached to the head. They can't remove certain parts of the brain because it's part of the brain, so they have to leave it there. Well, I know I'm sidebarring a little bit here, but Chad brought it up before uh, the dark half at the start of that, when we see the mm. eye and the brain. And I, that always sort of, I was like, they should have left that eye inside the brain. I don't know how they were able to fucking remove it, especially in the 1960s. Like, it just never made sense to me, that scene. Like, surely the kid would be fucking brain dead or a vegetable or something, you know, because oh, the right. eye is like right on top of the fucking brain. True. The start of the movie. I don't know if you used to saying it. That's just he, well, he, he ended up something that he turned into an alcoholic anyway. So maybe that was the side effect. Yeah. True. <laughs> Sorry for the sidebar, but no, then, you're fine. No, yeah. you're absolutely. Hey, man, sticks with it. Um. So yes, obviously we're all at the point. If you haven't figured it out, Gabriel comes out of her head, controls her body, Volo style. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> even the weapon. Honestly, is a little almost Voldo like, mm-hmm. yeah. Because like, if it's not size style like he usually has, where it's like a three pointed dagger, but just alone, just the like, dude. If he had two of them bitches, it'd be fucking awesome. Maybe that would be the sequel. Yep. Like just dual knives. See, I actually had an idea for James Wan and Lee Winnell to meet up again because upgrade is Lee Winnell's thing, and obviously this is James Wan's. I don't want to spoil anything for you. I just had an idea that 
the character from Upgrade by the end of the film could actually be a crossover as a versus against Gabriel in this, and that would be such a fucking awesome fight. So if you watch Upgrade, and you know what I'm talking about, I gotta see film, what it's on, dude. I gotta watch dude, this. Movie. I've never watched it's it. Fucking I've heard underrated great things, dude. It's, it's like Venom. It's like if Venom, what Venom should have been, and it's basically a modern day RoboCop. So when I met Lee Winnell, I asked him. I said, "That's what I heard. It's better. It's like RoboCop, yeah. but like, yeah, better. RoboCop meets Death Wish. Oh shit, dude! It's on Hulu and Roku. All right, cool. Uh, oh, it's it's called right. Upgrade. Yeah, it came yeah. out in 2018. Ooh, okay. and it has a knockoff Tom Hardy. So that's why people were trying to compare it to like Venom because the actor in Upgrade looks like Tom Hardy. Oh, he does, dude. He's just and like it's basically Venom character. film. Great value, oh, Tom Hardy. Um, no, this guy is also from the movie Devil. Who plays yeah, him. yeah, that's right. He was in the Elevated Devil. That yes, yeah, he does look like Tom Hardy. Holy fuck, dude! There's I think we even I know. He, uh, I think we even mentioned that that guy looked like Tom Hardy when we reviewed Devil. Probably, yeah. 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 Oh, he was in Prometheus. Oh, yes, he was. God damn it! Yeah, okay. uh, Spider Man too, I think. And the Invisible Man, I think. The newest one. I could be wrong. Nah, nah. That Lee Winnell directed that was a different actor. See, that's it. That movie is where it was Tom Hardy playing himself, like him and his brother. They should have just had this dude and Tom Hardy. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> fine, dude. Um, is there anything else we want to discuss before we hide? Or, uh, I, I just want to um, mention, what did you guys think of the actual transitional scenes of like when ooh. Gabrielle puts her under? Oh, like, love, love so it. they were. Di- they, I didn't hate them. I don't. I mean, obviously, you're gonna have to do it with CGI. Yeah, there's no like, way around that. Yeah, like I'm just—I was trying to think, like, how could you ever do this practically? And I don't think you could, especially if you want things that turn into other things, right? Like yeah. specifically, like when she's flipping through her house and it's transforming into that bald doctor's house, and you have literally framework going into. It was cool how it was done. Like I liked it was very intricate, almost uh, Inception feeling. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Yep, but no, that was solid. I think it was the only thing. I don't even know if the CGI could be honestly better or not. Maybe the you know budget still went to other stuff too. I thought I thought but, the CGI they used was fine. It didn't distract it too much. Yeah, no, it just it didn't feel as clean as it could have been for some reason. And maybe that's just me being a little nitpicky. I don't know why, right. but. No, I I got that vibe from the the one shot take of the the police station massacre. Uh, they actually had to use CGI for some of the uh, like. I mean, the guy gets his arm amputated, and that even looked a little bit sketchy. You know, mm-hmm. little cartoony. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit hit and miss. I mean, that scene alone though was just so like high mm. octane. Like, mm. I just felt like it. I could see where you're going with it. I, I feel it felt it flowed with the scene, but. Yep. At the same time, yeah, man, how do you do that without? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Practical effects, well, fantastic. Uh, yeah. Let me use some of the video. What? Who is this? Tell me when you use someone, maybe ask or give them credit. I'm not going to strike you. So, is this that guy that hassles Scuba all the time? What Hassle. are we talking? What the hell is this? Yeah, what's this? I don't know. Text and well, grave video. We don't have that, so whoever you are, uh, get the hell out of here. All right, 
Mama Jaw gone. We used someone video. Maybe what video did we use? We used scubas. We didn't use. Yeah, that's the only video we fucking used besides our and own that's, intro. That's, that's his video. So yeah, we have permission from Scoops. He's part yeah. of the show. Whatever. Anyways, uh, so yeah. Was there anything else to want to discuss before we decide to spread the curtains? No. All right. Chad Daddy, take it away. What do we got? Okay. So first off, who the fuck is this? Use my Bill Paxton Grave video. What is he talking about? What is the Bill Paxton Grave video? We're not even talking about Bill Paxton. We're yeah. Bill, this is not even a Bill Paxton age. movie. Who are you? Anyways. Anyway, I'm just going to continue. Uh, so yeah. the Seattle Underground is a real tour open to the public. And I have to admit, I know nothing about the history of Seattle. I had no idea that there was another Seattle built underneath that one. Interesting. Well, oh, yeah. Huh. Interesting. You know, honestly, I would want to explore that shit. Same. Yeah. As hell. Same. I was I very intrigued by that. I was like, ooh, that would be fun. Maybe it has so something to do with because they're because there's so, it's such a rainy place something i'm willing to bet the weather plays into it okay dude how can we possibly ripped off your paxton video and we have no idea what the fuck you're talking about yeah spread my bill paxton kids yeah. <laughs> yeah tell us what episode that is homie and we'll get to it okay anyways the, the patient report for emily may is copied directly from the wikipedia article on craniopagus parasiticus which would be the mm. parasitic twin Oh, okay. Okay. Excuse me, guys. And a little burp there. Stephen King praised this movie on Twitter, writing, I watched Malignant on HBO and thought it was brilliant. So it got his seal of approval for... Uh... What is... Do you guys know... Um, there is... It was in the season for Freaks for American Horror Story. They kind of had this character where it was like the dude on the back of the head, but like it's supposed to be like a famous like fairy tale. Do you remember the na that name at all? No idea. No idea what I'm talking. About. All right, I'm gonna look it up then. Uh, so I would have to go back and watch because I have no. Yeah, idea. I, I gotta look this shit up. Oh, anyway. oh, oh! You mean the, the guy that that was supposedly really based on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's 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 in further down here, but there is no um, evidence to support. That that guy ever really existed? Like, oh, I didn't think there was. I a, there's think a couple newspaper like articles. But, I figured yeah. it was like a Ripley's Believe It or Not kind of. Yeah, thing. I, I would say not on that one. Um, on October nineteenth, twenty fourth, twenty nineteen, James Wan clarified. Am I say it right? Wan, Juan, Juan, Juan. Clarified that the film is not based on his graphic novel, Malignant Man, stating it's definitely not a superhero thing. Film, Malignant, is an original thriller not based off any existing IP. Damn. Uh, I could believe it. And also to touch on the Stephen King thing, you know, now you say that I know this feels like Jallo, but it's definitely got some craziness that certain Stephen King films do have. I, I could see why he would like it. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm looking through our library. Anyways. Okay. I, I was I was going to do the same thing, but then I got stuck. Doing no, this. you're fine. Uh, on one of the episode. What's that? It's, it's it's the need doc episode with Bill Paxton. Oh. He's still and what does that have to do with gray? A gray that was the one with just Chad and I in it. <laughs> yeah, it was because we were the only ones that got to fucking watch it. Still yeah, makes, still makes me wonder though. But all right. one of the promotional posters of Malignant features a woman's head with her face completely missing. This particular poster was heavily inspired by the inspired by the promotional poster of the Polish film Interrogation from 1989. 
Ooh, I'm going to look that up then. That's awesome. The great Nicolas Cage is a big fan of the movie, calling it an inspiration and his favorite horror film of the year. Dang. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, all right. Praise for Caesar himself. Was that the season? Uh, was that the year Mandy came out? Or was Mandy 20? No, Mandy was. Mandy was older. Uh, that was like 2016, wasn't it? No, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it was I, don't know why I was thinking it was older for, or newer. Anyways, <laughs> sorry about that. That's quite right. Malignant was originally scheduled to be released in the U.S. on August 14th, 2020, but due to the COVID-19 pandemic, the film was removed from the release schedule in March of 2021. Which we, oh, that's understandable then. Then it came out, what, September? Uh, yeah. yeah. I think it came out like mid-September, something like that. The cover for the movie bears a close resemblance to the cover for Eyes of Laura Mars, a movie where the main female protagonist also has visions of murders. Mm. Okay. I think John Carpenter wrote that film. That might be why it sounded so familiar. Yeah. What was it, what was it called got, again? It's the Eyes Tommy of Laura Lee Mars. Jones. Tommy Lee Jones is in it too, I think. Yeah, I knew that. I knew I'd heard about it somewhere. Okay, mm. continuing on. When Madison and Sydney are talking to Detective Sean Moss at the police station, Sydney compares Madison to a psychic, and Moss sarcastically refers to Madison as Wikipedia Brown. This is a reference to the Encyclopedia Brown books and stories about a 10 year old Leroy Encyclopedia Brown who would help the police chief father solve crimes and ran a detective agency out of the family garage to solve neighborhood crime. I actually read some of those books when I was a kid. Um, not, bad, not bad at all. I don't think uh, I've ever heard of that. And you're right. Yes. Carpenter wrote it, and it was his first big studio film that he actually wrote for. Cool bananas. Right on. Sorry. That's I, right. Just, <laughs> just, I'm still like, trying to figure everything out, huh? Uh, I did, and we did, but it wasn't it wasn't anything like it was honestly we were just trying to like pay tribute to fucking bill Paxton. that dude made an awesome video so apologize we weren't trying to rip you off homie it was just more like just show the love i guess i don't know man like it wasn't anything it's not like we're fucking making money off this shit right (laughs) yeah we're just doing this to fucking kill our own time but yeah apologies we're not trying to fuck piss anybody off funny enough though we were having a banner on the bottom and on the bottom, as I was just reading it, it does say James Wan is a visionary. <laughs> oh, you're joking. <laughs> so that's kind of funny. Nice, nice. Yeah. All right. So. Okay. Uh, both Annabelle Wallace and George Young made their film debuts in Bollywood films. Oh, shit. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Hell of a way to get started. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Hold on. Uh, Ingrid Bisu, who co-wrote the story, has a brief role of Detective Winnie and is also the wife of producer, writer, director James Wan. She also has previously been in the Conjuring movies, Conjuring Universe movies, The Nun and The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, both produced and written by Wan as well. Which I really enjoyed the first two Conjuring movies. I never watched the third one. Dude, I cannot fucking. I heard made. I heard mid. Yeah, yeah, it's it's still good, but it's it's mid. dude. The first one and the third one are on Max, and the second one is nowhere. I think really? the second like, one to, is actually you have to pay it. You have to pay to rent it from fucking Amazon. I think the, the second one is a lot film. more popular. 
The, fir- the first Conjuring film is probably the only film that's ever scared me in the cinema. I shit myself watching that fucking film. Which scene? Was it the clap? No, no, it wasn't the clap. It was because I'd seen that in the trailer. They saw oh, okay, that. okay. Dude, it, I it, laughed it, when I saw that scene in the trailer, but it, seeing yeah. it in the movie itself, it did work. Yeah. No, the it, it's the one where the girl is banging her head on the cupboard and then oh. we get the real tight close-up of like the – sister looking back at her and then it reveals the witch on top of the wardrobe and she yeah that fucking scared the shit out yep, of me. that was cool I, yeah that she was, was cool for oh sure. she was ugly looking <laughs> sexy that, that was i know i should revisit that movie i haven't watched that in a sh- fucking minute dude <laughs> uh right on. poor bill next <laughs> <laughs> okay annabelle wallace and <laughs> Annabelle Wallace and Patricia Velasquez. Patricia Velasquez both starred in film remakes of The Mummy. Wallace was in The Mummy in 2017, and Velasquez was in both The Mummy and The Mummy Returns, these cinematic Brendan Fraser classics. We, we don't we don't talk about the 2017. That movie never existed. We don't talk about The Mummy Returns either because of the Scorpion King. Oh. Well, yeah, that's all right. I like The Mummy Returns. Dude, that that was the worst CGI I've ever seen though. No, no, no. I'm not I, homie, I will not disagree with you in any which way, shape, or form. However, I still like it as a solid sequel. It was all right. Like it, it's, and you know what? I even like the third one. I don't like it as much because I, they took out Rachel Wise. Yeah, I can't watch it because on. she's not in it. That's yeah. Like the other girl, she does an okay job, but it's it's not. They just don't have the same chemistry by any means. But I don't, man. I thought the second one was. I like the second one. If they could, man, if they could somehow ever go in and re clean up that shit, not that they somebody has, so, somebody has. It's oh, on really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It man. does look a little better. Use some like Unreal Five fucking engine shit. Make some new fucking, but make it like the Rock now. Don't make it Young Rock. Make it yeah. fucking ball. No, they made, like, they made it Young Rock. Damn it! No, I want ball. Give him like all his tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> Straight out of Fast and Furious, he's already sweaty. He's good. Just add him in. <laughs> Dude, you want to see him sweaty? Watch Hobbs and Shaw. He's covered in sweat the entire. It's movie. the yes. Fast and Furious series, man. Whatever they like, whatever was in Rock's contract, they're like, listen, you need to be perspiring two hundred and fifty percent every time you were on camera. What if you it's not, not even wrong. hot out? If Especially you will like, be the only one who is sweaty. But the very are... first one when they're in Brazil. With the very first yeah. one that he's in. And he's talking like, to fucking um, Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. And he's yep. sitting there all chill with everybody. And it's at nighttime. And they're all relaxed. And he is just fucking... <laughs> he looks yeah. like my oh, ass my 10 minutes exactly. off the treadmill, dude. Just <laughs> exactly. dripping off his nose. <laughs> fucking just huffing. <sighs> fucking just it's like asking him, you okay? I'm fine. Right? You're like, what the fuck did they do to him? He man? was just... so sweaty in that movie, dude. And like, But none of his other people were. Which is even better. I'm like, why is the... It's all that fucking... He was glistening. That's a good word for He's glistening. Hello. (laughs) His name was Sweaty during film. Hello, Sweaty. Uh, That's probably why him and fucking uh, Vin Diesel had fucking things. Because Vin Diesel's like, man, you fucking sweated on me, you asshole. (laughs) Ah, Anyways, what else we got? Yeah, we could go on this whole Vin Diesel with the rock tangent. And I don't think we need to go down that rabbit hole right now. No, fuck that shit, dude. Uh, In the scene where Madison's talking to Gabriel on the phone in the bathroom, the camera is angled so that the back of her head is seen in a mirror. So it's as if we see her and Gabriel at the same time during their conversation. Mm. 
I gotta so go rewatch that. Huh? I was so not paying attention. You bastard. Hmm. Well, yeah, hey, you. hey, hey, hey. <laughs> it's Anything else, Chad? Uh, let's see. Dr. Weaver explains that Gabriel is a teratoma and the third act he refers to himself as a monster. Etymologically, the prefix is terat and terato and teras means monster in Greek. The last part of the word, the suffix oma means tumor. So basically she called him a monster tumor. It's not a tumor. I mean, not wrong. I guess it's time to remove the cancer. Yeah, or but cut it's out still the always the, cut out the cancer. So, like, I mean, if we ever got a sequel, Sweet I feel like we're definitely going to have some more like crazy in mind, like cell kind of shit going on. You know what I mean? Like, she's going to have a they're going to have an internal fight in the I, brainscape. See, I can I, see, I can almost see like the setup in the sequel where she's going to be in an asylum, and there's going to be a doctor that does like some kind of post hypnotic post hypnotic regression therapy and it just unleashes gabriel fully right like you can't have the same thing of like her just getting hit in the head and like not yeah that like can't do that i i think we would also have to see or would see maybe something of he actually starts to turn into a full like separate human but he still has the way he's jointed in this movie still jointed that way it just ends up becoming another scanners movie yeah right like on it yeah Oh, Ooh, wait! Wow, See, wait a minute! You, you said that, but now I'm just like, well, what if he tried to jump personality ship into a whole different body or something? Well, he's like, got that, that telekinesis going. going yeah, I mean, with the of... whole right, or he could just—I mean, maybe totally like just turn himself into an AI thing or something. I don't fight. You have a lot of weird territory with the whole electromagnetic control. So that's, that's maybe she ends up in a mental asylum and then they try to lobotomize with the uh, the shock therapy and something fucking happens. Right. Oh, I don't. What do we want to call that? Electrokinesis, maybe? Uh, yeah. Or a lobotomy, almost. <laughs> Close yeah, right. to it. Fuck yeah. yeah. Chad Daddy, anything else? Okay. There? The scenes where Gabriel is seen walking or running were not made using CGI after Gabriel is played in disguise by Ukrainian actress Marina Mazipa, a professional dancer and contortionist seen in America's Got Talent, uh, Auditions 3, Audition, America's Got Talent, Judge Cuts 4. She's been in like four different series of America's Got Talent. Okay. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. Whatever the fuck she was doing looked fucking awesome. She, yeah, she did mm-hmm. great. And I, I always painful, lo- It looked painful, too. It did. Yeah. Like, it just very uncomfortable. I mean, well, yeah, we got limbs moving backwards. That's always going to be uncomfortable. But that scene where, like, she's hiding or Gabriel's hiding up in the corner, dude, and the knife's, like, tucked down the back, but essentially it would be Gabriel's front. Like, that shit was just cool, like, the way he grabbed it and, like, fucking spider leapt down. Yeah. I don't know. It did. It just looks so weird. He definitely had some very spider-like movements. Yes. Right, like if I can, if I'm double jointed like that, can I all of a sudden crawl on walls? Because that would be awesome. <laughs> I would. I mean, obviously he's got super strength, so that's why he's got he's able to like hold himself up with like finger grip. Wait, 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 <laughs> uh, wait, wait. He has that weird electrical power, static electricity, like when you rub a mm. balloon on your head. <laughs> Yo, I will say, man, killing somebody through their pacemaker is pretty fucked. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Despite all the gory stabbings and everything, <coughs> excuse me, getting singed from the inside like that just 
Well, that's why I think that James Wan and Lee Winnell's upgrade in this film would work so fucking perfect. So you have to watch it. And you I, I can see where I'm you're kind of going. I can see where you're going with it, though. Or at least I have an idea for sure. Yeah. Um, oh, I was just going to mention, like, some of the movements, like, when we get to see the reveal of Gabriel, and it, like, that looks painful in the jail cell. Um, but there was also some moments throughout the film where he sort of walks like a crab. And it reminded me of the spider scene from The Exorcist. When yes. 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 Oh, that's pretty cool. Absolutely. I love how people keep bringing up the spider walk scene in The Exorcist. And that wasn't even in there until recently. Mm. The director's cut. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Chad, Daddy? Uh, the scene in the beginning of the film where the home intruder breaks down Madison's door violently, throwing her against the ground where she falls unconscious, symbolizes Gabriel forcing himself into her consciousness and body control. Her door is shown intact and unharmed later in the film, foreshadowing that the violent exchange took place all in her head. That makes sense. Like the door just get blown off the hinges like that. Just her, him busting out. Yeah. Nice. Got a little bit more here, guys. The recurring theme in the soundtrack is an instrumental version of Where Is My Mind by the Pixies, famously used in Fight Club, which has a similar twist ending. No shit. Oh, never heard the song. So now I got to listen to it. Oh, Brody nodding ahead, nodding along, because apparently he already picked up on that. Yep, yep. It's like ding, 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 ding. You could tell that was recurring throughout the theme. Hmm. Okay. Believe it, that's long. Okay, let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, the name of the film refers to the medical term for the type of cancer, which, when untreated, can lead to death. Dr. Weaver makes a remark on this in the prologue of the film. Aha. Mm-hmm. Yo, man, you know what? Super side note, but it's still obviously about the movie. One thing we never talked about was just the house in itself. Mm. Dude, this was a cool. I mean, James Wan always he always picks out like super high caliber like houses for all. Yes, he does. Like he always has great exterior shots in there. And gothic aesthetic, oh for sure. But like, I'm just thinking about when the husband was sleeping downstairs and he heard the clanging going around and he looks up like, dude. Just how big that downstairs is and just like how like roundabout interconnected. I'm like, oh, man, you could really fuck with somebody in that house, dude, just running around in oh. circles and shit. Dude, just fuck. OK, so the scene where I think she was like gathering up her laundry or something and just walking down the hallway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the doors in that hallway. I'm like, God, there's more doors in that hallway than in my house. And there was just two people in that fucking house, dude. Yeah. It's a lot of house. It was a lot of house. That's why, like, the one thing I like about James Wan's films, especially when it comes to cinematography, is the shots feel real. With the shot that's above and you watch her going through the house, it seems like the houses and the roofs are high enough where, like, yeah, that could actually work. It doesn't seem like we're on a set for it. That's the new Contra laundry edition. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Okay, what else uh, you Madison, Madison's real name is Emily May. According to the Zodiac, the month of May is for Gemini, which means two different personalities in the same person. Madison and Gabriel are two different personalities sharing the same body. God, that, that is true. Know. Yeah. That's, that's deep. I was going to say, that's, that's definitely a level I would have never fucking thought about, but all right. Holy shit. Okay, the last thing I got here, the scene where all the women are violently killed in the jail cell features <laughs> Zoe Bell. She's also in the movie Raised from 2013 in which women are put in cells and are forced to violently kill each other and the gore is very similar. And what? she is a Quentin Tarantino familiar. 
Like she's always well, she was in Death Proof. She mm-hmm. was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She's a stunt woman. What movie was that called? Raze. R A Z E. R A Z E. Okay. It sounds like um Oh man, no one sounds like Balco experiment a little bit mm. or something. The way yep. you just explained that. That's kind of cool. Yep. So that's everything I got. All righty. Well, thank you for that, Dark Lord. My pleasure. Um, thank you. All right, boys. What format did we watch this on? Max. Blu-ray DVD. Netflix. Ooh. I went with HBO Max. Well, they have it on Netflix out down there. That's pretty cool. Mm. Yep. Nice. I think it's also on Tubi going on right now, you said, right? Yeah. Nice. So you guys catch it anywhere if you haven't already. All right. Douche of the film. The husband. I gotta go, husband, oh, yeah. man. Oh, no, like, husband how do you husband. Not? Without a doubt. Absolutely. That guy I'm was sorry, a better version honey. of a cunt. Yeah. Yes. That's Thank a, you, Chad. That is if Glazer survived the burning. Yes. And then became an actual like <laughs> member of society. No, no, no. This wasn't Glazer. This was the guy from fucking the Wraith. I didn't watch oh, the God. Wraith with you guys. That guy oh was yeah, Glazer. Yeah. yeah, he was a fucking dick. He was. I don't think I've I've never watched. I know Charlie Sheen's in it, but I've never watched. Uh, the, I uh, remember awesome you guys reviewed it though. Movie. Awesome fucking movie. I believe that's still on Tubi as well. If you want to check it out. Nice. Yo, man, I'm not gonna lie. So I was thinking about this, and I'm not gonna try to go super side note on this. And obviously, I'd want Steve's input on this. But we give Tubi shouts out all the fucking time. Yes, we do. So. And I know we got a whole list, but I'm not saying if we want to take out one, I can even do mine. But Tubi's got a lot of originals right now, and a lot of them are horror movies. They're probably fucking garbage, but I feel it's almost like our due diligence to maybe do one. Yes. And only because we love to, like, we always give Tubi so much credit. Okay, I saw, when I got on Tubi the other day, I saw one of the first ones that I suggested. I cannot remember the name of it. I will get back to you guys on this, but it's an Australian film. Okay. And it's, they go into, they go to the Outback and they're looking for something. And there's like some kind of monster chasing them. And I can't remember. I'll have to, the preview looked really cool. I'll look it up and let you guys know what it is. I'm just, I just I, happened to be on there today and I didn't, I didn't realize how many Tubi originals they already fucking have out. And I'm mm-hmm. like, holy shit. Now, obviously, I mean, I'm assuming some of these movies were ones that were already like made and trying to get like produced, whatever. And Tubi's like, yeah, we'll fucking pick this up. Yeah, the name of this movie is like Carnivore or something. Hold on, let me. I'm gonna boot it up real quick. No, you're fine, dude. Um, but no, I think whether we do maybe Terror Train just because we've done the original Terror Train, Mm -hmm. but. I don't know. I just thought it would be something cool. Like I said, I'd obviously want to get uh Dude, I, I'm, I, I'm I agree. Kind of, I'm kind of interested in checking out their version of Terror Train, to be honest. Well, that's what I was just saying as you stepped away. I go, <laughs> I go, whether it might be just Terror Train because we've done the original and that would so make missed, the most sense to me. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. I'm glad, we, I'm glad we were on the same wavelength, here, though, for sure. No, that, no, that would be cool to do, honestly. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I just, do it. Like, yeah, I mean, just dude, like, I don't know how many times I'm on that fucking channel watching shit. I'm like, yes, this is honestly the best streaming channel, dude. It is. Where the fucking God it is. It literally free. has a bit of everything. Yeah, it's yeah, free. It does. The horror section is fantastic, dude. Like, it's got dumpy horror, too, but it's also got really good horror and a lot of name brand shit that, like, it most called, others don't. It's called Carnifex. C-R-A-C-A-R-N-I-F-E-X. Right. Well, look. 
I did see uh, the trailer for that recently. They go into like the bush or yeah. Okay, so it says on here, on their quest into the Australian outback to track the animals left displaced by bushfires, a trio discovers a terrifying species and realizes they're the ones being tracked. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. All right. Bro. You know something? I'm going to have to check that shit out. Fuck it. If it's the Yowie dude, I'm fucking. (laughs) Oh. Fucking Kalgoorlie Yowie. Right? All right. So, douche of the film, that was pretty much unanimous. Husband. All right. Favorite kill. Mm. The whole G, the jail scene, the whole jail scene is yeah. That's that's the easy one for me. The pacemaker exploding. Ooh, the pacemaker was fucked. I don't know what there's something about that. Just because that one, like you, that it's not a quick kill, right? No, it's you know not. What I mean? Like you got to wait for that thing to fucking explode so mm-hmm. he can feel that mm-hmm. burning the whole fucking time until it gets to that point. It's creative. It was very creative. Yes. Um. I'm going Dr. Fields, the second death, where he gets stabbed through the face multiple times. Where it's Dude, that shit was fucking grisly, man. He yes. Just and just when you saw the body the way, afterward, the way the face was yeah. just mangled. Mm-hmm. And and the way Gabriel was like stabbing him too, it was like fucking, what the fuck is this? Like, what's going on here? Because it was all backwards, see? Mm-hmm. And it looked out of whack. I thought that was, yeah. I'm point. sad that we kind of got screwed on the third Dr. Death. Yes, there should yeah. be more to that one. Like they probably were just like, "Yeah, you don't need it," but it's like, no, no. I think they fought, they made up for it though at the end. Oh, oh they definitely did. Um, yeah, I mean, dude, that's that whole not just the jail cell, but the jail cell leading into like the precinct, dude. Like, I don't know what part's fucking crazier, man. The jail cell is definitely more like almost horrific. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that's where like. I would say against the cops almost felt like, ah, well, like our buddy said, like almost like V for Vendetta, maybe like little matrix style where it was like, yeah, it was horrific, but it was horrific and more of like a action sequence style where yeah, the other one was just straight up more like, like she ripped out a chunk of the girl's neck. She curved yeah. the other one. Oh, it was yeah. so that head stop was so fucking good. Dude. That's, uh, that, that's why I say, I can't say favorite scenes for that. That, that Cause that might take, best scene for me um you know what dude i might have to agree with the second doctor one though right on top of the bed because a that was a cool wake up man imagine how scared you would be if you fucking woke up and there was just a stranger sleeping next to you in bed dude like (laughs) talk about (laughs) holy fuck and then just then yeah that that whole scene um all right Brody said pacemaker. Pacemaker was good too, though. Pacemaker mm-hmm. was the one that like doesn't fit, but that's why it works so well too. Right. Mm-hmm. Just because they could do something crazy with the electrical. Um all right. So that leads us to best scene. For the me, it's Gail scene. Ooh, twist reveal. Okay. Wait, when you say Gabriel coming out of the head and that whole JSL scene, but just that. Uh, yeah, for me, I would actually have to go with the whole opening. The nineteen, we're in nineteen ninety three. That whole opening, because, okay. Oh, because because you talk about we said talk about an intro to a movie and it gets grisly right there, but then we just don't know what happens. I, I yeah. No, sorry, I'm gonna retract on mine and go when the 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 mother and the daughter are watching the girl Ooh. on the tape. 
okay. then you turned around and you see Gabriel. That fucked me up when I saw that. So, you know what? Those effect on me. Those tape scenes. We didn't really talk about those, but those were some good. Like maybe they felt a little too expositiony. Maybe I could see there were some people. I I thought it was fine. Cause, yep. dude, the whole like thing with the electric telephone and shit—that shit, they yeah. played that fucking great, dude. It was awesome, yep. creepy as fuck. I, I did and love I, when I, we saw how go, Gabriel looked beforehand. And going back to that again, major hats off to McKenna Grace. She's a fantastic young actress. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, she is. Yeah. I, she, I, you absolutely love her in Ghostbusters. After she was just as good in this. Haunting of Hill House, amazing. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Young in that too. Girl's got a fucking career under her belt. That's for mm-hmm. sure. And she can uh, sing. Mm-hmm. And she can sing. That is true. Um, Chad, Daddy, what was your best scene? Okay, uh, believe it or not, my favorite scene was the top-down shot over the house that made it look like a Ooh. fucking clue board. I it just, it was just, I've never seen a, a scene shot like that before. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, even so if it's anything kind of close, nothing near as long. Right. Is like like that. Two story fucking room to room, up the stairs and other rooms. Right. Like the fact she goes under those first story rooms and you get like ah it's so cool. Love that. So cool. Um okay. I gotta read that. I got a comment from my sister-in-law about Evil Dead, so I gotta see what she said. Uh (laughs) we got we got a video from Scoobs. I'm afraid to look at it. Did we? Uh, We did, yes. Four more host chat. Okay, hold on. I'll look that up in a second. Um, okay, so opening scene. Now, Bob, obviously, this will uh, hook you in because you already said this was your favorite scene. Yeah, there's there's no way it could not hook you in. So I'm gonna say it was a confusing hook in for me, and that's what it was. That's because I, it was its intent, and that's fine. And just only because I was so just jarred off from the way the style it was shot versus how it actually like what it was shot on i guess like that's, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to explain that like how i just felt so weird because i'm like man i'm watching clean, crystal clean 4k 2021 shit but this is shot like a fucking sci-fi channel 90s movie and also like, how, what the fuck is going on how beautiful did this look in 4k by the way oh it looks so oh dude it looked awesome Wait a minute. All right. Uh, what does Scoobs got here? Sorry for the dead air, guys. No, yep. Sorry. No, it's okay. Sorry. So I, yeah, I can take that out in post. Um, Scoobs is on the way to the hospital, boys. Yes, they right. are. He's got a little closer. So, uh, oh, yeah. Um, oh, sweet. So I got my sister-in-law because I told them about how 2013 was on all the other shit. Mm-hmm. And she just texted me. She says, 2013 might be one of the goriest movies I've ever freaking seen. Mm-hmm. Best. It literally rains blood. <laughs> yes. She thinks oh, she says it beats it beats uh the new one, which I would it, I agree to. I like 2013 better. Still love the new one. That that doesn't change the yeah. Thing, but yeah. I did warn them. I was like. It, it's pretty intense. <laughs> I could only imagine, man, if I had something like that when I was fucking 14, dude. Like, fuck, bro. Kids I get spoiled nowadays. I, I was spoiled and saw that one in theaters. Oh, 
right? Oh, that's true. Oh, that's true. so good. Dude, what 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 recent horror movie have you not seen in theaters? <laughs> hey, man, Bob gets out. He does. Uh, ask me that next week, and I'll have a list for you. <laughs> there you go. All right. So we all said opening scene. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, definitely. Right. Yeah. All right. So most attractive character. I'm going with Sydney. I'm going with Detective Winnie. I'm going with Madison. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. I'm actually going to agree with John Sydney. You know, usually I wouldn't even choose the blonde, but I know reason, that's like, I you always go for the brunettes. I yeah. liked her person. You know what? And I even I did like. The the uh, CSI girl too. I'm not gonna say she would probably be the normal one to go to, but for some reason the personality of Sydney was just a little bit more like outgoing, and for some reason I just kind of dug that. And she looked hot as a princess, dude. Did did someone say? Did someone say Winnie? Yes, I did. That's uh, James Wan's missus in real life. Mm -hmm. Is it really? I, I didn't even know that until last night. I didn't know it until I was doing the behind the scenes. Oh shit! Uh, all I'm gonna yeah. say is, is Scoobs. If he comes out looking like Gabe, or she comes out looking like Gabriel, perfect baby. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, okay, so did the score set the mood? I actually, oh, yes, yes. I yes, love absolutely. Score. The score is fantastic. Made yeah. it tense. Made it fucking just very questioning. Very. Uh, mysterious melodies i guess would be a good way to put it but uh anything else you guys want to say on that mm. oh, good? Okay. it was one of those rare times where the, the soundtrack didn't just set the mood it stood out yes yes i agree okay so best song there was, was like nice. one song i'm brain farting on it and i don't I, remember I, what it was i don't remember well, i had to look at on db last night and i couldn't there was like three songs, but I've never even heard of them. So, all Let's, right, we'll, we'll skip that. We're gonna skip that one over to that. Okay, so favorite character, Gabriel. Um, I mean, yes, because obviously <laughs> you always want a good horror villain. Uh I think Matt Madison, Madison, for me. I'm gonna go the. Uh, oh my god, what the hell was her name? The one detective. Oh, um, hang on. The one that was giving the uh her buddy like shit and everything when the uh Sydney came around and stuff. I know he like, didn't I, remember. Yeah, oh, I, I'm, I'm brain yeah, farting on her name, name. isn't it? But oh what the fuck, dude. Uh no. Shit, 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 shit. Doctor, no. doctor. I'm looking at her list here, but I'm like, what the Regina. Yeah, Regina, Regina dude. Yep. Yeah, no. I she was my favorite for sure. I, I I did like her, but I liked the other detective too, who was pretty cool. So I'm gonna go. No, with they were they were a good duo. Like, they I liked them together. I I felt bad when they actually got hurt, but I'm glad they didn't get decimated in the other forty piles of cops. Or mm-hmm. 40, <laughs> pile of forty cops, I should say. Dude, I felt the same way when uh, when uh, fucking Gabriel was going into the evidence locker and Winnie was in there. I was like, oh, I don't know, fucking God. kill her. Yeah, I hope. Oh, that's yeah, a dude. I, th- I thought they, I was, I was afraid they, they would go she, there. And she got smart. She hit herself well behind those uh, racks. It's nice to see smart characters. And, and you know what? I even like when movies still give you a smart character, but still gets fucked. Because, like, yeah. Even though as fleeting as those moments can be, I feel there's a, a good sense of realism saying that it's like, doesn't matter how prepared you are in any situation. 
you still can get screwed. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I, I liked how Winnie was sort of flirting with that uh, Asian cop. Mm-hmm. All as the a time, reference dude, to James like, Wan, I was just like, "Oh, that's just yeah, that's good." But the Paula Marshall cameo that was pretty cool. You know, Paula, um, she was in Hellraiser three. She, um, yeah, I think she was like the therapist. That was, she was her. Sick. Yeah. Oh and my she, god! Just I when knew they that girl was familiar. With, yeah, Beverly Woods, I think. Wait, oh, is that the uh, was that the hypnotist? Yeah. 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 Okay. That's, okay. Where I was trying to figure out why the hell she looks so familiar. Thank okay. you. All right, gentlemen. Was it scary? Did we? Did mm-hmm. everybody say character? I think everybody said character. Right? Yep. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, scary. I think I. I say, I say yeah, so. definitely. Had pretty, some good yeah. jump scares. Yeah, absolutely. I feel the jump scares were there, and I feel definitely the ambiance of like the ghostly beginning of this movie definitely set some good presence to where. Uh, yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I laughed at Jen because she was like hiding behind a pillow. And I'm like, what are you doing over there? She's like, shut up. But so that's how I know it's a good like it definitely like sets the mood. Yeah, I, th- yes. I think I think Steph would jump quite a few times watching this too. So I would have liked to see this one in theater, dude. Especially with like a yeah. louder sound, like okay, surround sound, sound system. Oh god, yes, dude. Was, I bet some of them jump scares would have definitely hit way harder, dude. It was so much fun in theaters. Hell yeah. Um. Okay, so does it hold up today? Yeah, it's, it's literally only, a fucking yeah. two years old. So. Okay, how is the acting? Solid, really good. A, a plus. A Nobody plus, was bad in it at all. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I mean, dude, James Wan's not going to bring in hokey actors at this fucking point, dude. You no. know what I mean? Unless like he truly means to bring. And even then, he would still bring in good actors that would end up just playing hokey. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it would yeah. be. It'd be different. All right, so. Did we like the cinematography? I think I we fucking it. did because we, that's yeah. what we kept talking about. As I say, everybody has a favorite shot. It's not often we all come up with a favorite shot from a movie. It's not often one of my favorite uh, shot is my favorite scene too. Right, it was. Yeah, that, that, that too. Yeah, I mean, I between like that shot and the one in the in the precinct, not the jail cell. Those are hands too. Like my favorite, just like what the fuck? That is cool, dude. I just love the whole camera angle from inside the fucking washing machine. It was like a quick, you know, ten second shot, but I loved it. Right, yo, that jump scare got me when she came oh. out and uh the doctor was in her reflection was there. Yeah. That shit got me a little bit. I will say that hundred percent. All right, so did we like the premise? Very much, yeah, absolutely. It was, it was solid. I think it was a movie that knew what it was it did it took itself serious enough but yeah. you know what i mean but, still but not enough it, it was yeah. like a good it was a good mix big nice solid level all right so recycle rewind remake a reboot rewind rewind rewind, rewind. rewind and rewind and rewind again i loved it yeah it was solid i'll definitely be re- recommending this to a few people that oh yeah i know i oh, haven't yes. watched this just more even for like because i know they're slasher fans i'm like listen dude this is the it's got some pretty sick slasher moments in this. Dude. Yes. And dude, there was not a single boring moment in this movie. No. Nope. It's one of the nope. few movies where it could be like, you're you're captivated the whole time. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know what's even like, it, it's sometimes funny when Gabriel's taking over because like when you see her face and you can clearly tell it's just a mask, it looks really funny. It, <laughs> but because the scene's so like serious and it's just like the shits is so crazy, you're just like, 
you get sucked back to that. And you're mm-hmm. just like, holy fuck, dude. I also thought some of the scenes where her face looked like a mess, the right lighting, they looked creepy at certain points, too. Oh, it definitely did. But it also looked fucking hilarious. Yes. Because <laughs> you can clearly tell it's just a really weird mask. All right. So we're going to break this bitch. Scoob started us off with a 4.2, even though he couldn't be here. But he did want to throw in his rating. So we're going to do that. Bobby, what do you got for us, homie? Uh, I'm going to give it a 4.5. I, I, I loved it. I feel like there were certain little things that I wanted. But little things aside, 4.5 easily. Word, word. All right. DKB, what do you got, buddy? I'm going to agree with Steven, 4.2. 4.2? Chad Daddy? Yeah, I I don't want to give it a 4.5 quite. I think I'll go with uh, the DKB and Steve and give it a 4.2 4. because I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. 4.2. Um, I know it's going to seem like I'm like kind of the low ball on this, and even though it's not. I'm just going a solid four. I it was very enjoyable. I definitely will rewatch this. I think I don't I probably would have gave it higher had I not gotten no, spoiled ending. for myself. Right. And I, I feel I, like yeah, that yeah, I get that. That unfortunately kind of hindered it, which is fine. I, I still dude four is still solid fucking like yeah, it's not saying bad by any means. Um all right, so let's enter this bitch. All right, and divide that by five. That would be a four point deuce deuce. Right so on. Four point two. DKB for, calling it again. That's right. For a twenty twenty one malignant. <laughs> Actually, Scoob called it this time. He said four point two fucking hours did, ago. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. So we'll give this one right. to Steven. Yeah. And uh little mini Steven coming soon. Steven Etta. <laughs> Charles. That's right, Steve Etta. Um, okay. So Chad Daddy, what's on the block next week, homie? Next week. We're going to take a little trip to Pinehurst. Ooh, part Friday, five. We're doing part five next week. Yes. Yeah, dude. And I'll tell yes. you what, I, I, I'm really excited to be going back and revisiting that. My wife is really excited for the week after that. Final what Destination 2. Oh, that's going to be so much Wow, we're doing Final Destination 2. We haven't done that yet? Mm-mm. We only did the first one. Dude, I felt like we did the first one years ago, too. It's It's been a minute, yeah. Wow! Wow! I haven't watched number two in a minute. And we still gonna. Um, we, I, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to move so we can squeeze in Feast Two as well. Oh yeah, we do have to do Feast Two. I mean, we don't. Or we could do that. And I next know year. it's it's farther. We don't have to continually do four Christmas movies for December. Yeah. We could just do I one just, Christmas I, movie. We could do one Christmas movie for Christmas, and that will. Because obviously, like things are getting thinner as we. Oh go. yeah, we're scraping. We've we've been scraping the bottom. Of the right. Barrel. So like you know that'll give us three more open weeks for random movies. You know. Hey, we might get we might get something new that we can watch this year. That's very true, dude. Ooh. I think we will. Which is so, cool. Evil Dead Rise. Fucking or a, dude. or Evil Dead Christmas. That yeah. would be a fun movie. <laughs> I got you a book for Christmas, Grandma. <laughs> Is there a Crip Creeper Christmas special, dude? Because if there was, like, I think think there is. The very first episode of Tales from the Crypt was the uh, Killer Santa one. Oh, no shit. Hmm. I didn't. uh, Is that Dr. Giggles? Yeah, Mm -hmm. Dr. Giggles. Yeah, right. eh? Yeah. That was Larry Drake. No shit. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So, yeah, solid episode 4.2 for Malignant. Uh, I think that sets very well. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. Fucking A, dude. 
Friday Thirteenth Part Five next week. Very excited. I haven't watched that Fuck in a minute. Yes, I, I'm ex- I'm excited for it. Very excited. I love that movie. And anybody listening right now, if you don't like it, I'm sorry. You're Fuck probably going to get a lot of love coming out of this podcast next week. Too. I'll tell you what. If if any of our fans hate it, we'll probably be able to change their mind. On it. Well, and if not, maybe change it enough to where they would rewatch it in a different yeah. light. Um, because I'm not going to lie, the first time I saw it, I didn't like it. Yeah, man. And I'm gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna set back. I'm gonna throw back to a couple of older gore mode episodes. Obviously, that even helped change me along the way of thinking mm-hmm. of how I do. So awesome! Anything nerdy to get uh, to drop down, boys? I have nothing. So, uh, well, uh, well, real quick, since we talked about it, because I know we said uh, we're happy Evil Dead Rise is doing successful. Um, so right now, Evil Dead Rise has scared up a total of 86 million at the worldwide box office. Yep, so it is still doing pretty good. So uh, everybody out there, please go see it. Let's get it to the 100 million. That's beautiful for horror movies alone. Forget the regular movies. Horror movies are what we need. Okay, not, not just don't you not not just that, but even it's what the second week out. Uh, yes, and it yes. was still the number two movie this year. Behind, of course, Super Mario Brothers. That's which, the unstoppable juggernaut right now. Which, which honestly, does it like some people are like upset that that's over Evil Dead. I'm like, I'm not upset about that. I, mm. I expect that. It's Mario. Yeah. Mario is world renowned. Evil Dead is, but in a different way. So okay. you can't update on Scoobs. She's only two centimeters dilated. She's not in active labor, so no baby yet. Okay, good. So it might know. be. A, it might be a Star Wars baby. Ooh, that's true. That'd make me pretty happy. <laughs> you think it'd be fourth or fifth? Go a little fourth. Sith style. Yeah, they can go Sith. It could be. Reg well, of the, uh, hey, the fifth. They could go to the sixth. That'd be Steph's birthday. Hey, there you go. My yeah, friend's oh, wedding birthday. anniversary is uh, May 4th. So they didn't know that. I'm like, May the 4th be with you always. Nice. Okay, so going back to nerd news, uh, I did want to say that uh, last week they dropped the next trailer for transformers rise of the beasts and i cannot wait 30 seconds into the trailer they revealed that unicron is the big bad baby oh they did oh yes this is which is really okay so and and it shows him it's old school planet devouring giant sized unicron which is okay so this is supposed to be still set in the Michael Bay universe of Transformers. So they're oh, going to have to... it's not the Bumblebee one? Bumblebee, it's the same. It's a sequel to Bumblebee. They're supposed to be connected somehow. Oh, yeah, Bumblebee but... was in that. That's right. I'm sorry. But the thing about that is in Transformers The Last Night, it was revealed that Earth is Unicron. So, so is Unicron, did he like remake himself? I don't know. Maybe something like something happens and they they you know, destroy Unicron in this and his essence transfers into the core of the planet Earth. I don't know. All I know is we're getting OG Unicron in this. True Unicron. Fuck yeah, dude. I saw I saw a tra- I saw the trailer for in um when I saw Evil Dead. It looks good. So I would see that. Transform to Mighty Maid. Go from suck <laughs> to blow. <laughs> you fucking love space balls. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah. Okay, so it I think is, that's dude. I think that's about all I got as far yeah, as yeah, I got nothing else uh, right now. I have more for next week. For sure. um, well, there's did, a couple of Scream Factory releases. I was just going to say that. Thank you, Brody. Oh. Go ahead. 
Um, yeah. Uh, well, fuck. Actually, now that I've been put on the spot, I'm just trying to remember what they okay, were. Okay. F- funny how you mentioned Glazer earlier. That was one of the releases. The Burning gets oh. a 4K. Oh, um, nice. Right. Yes. All, all of the last four Chucky movies. So yes. you get Bride, Seed, Cult, and Curse. Yep. Which I would only care about Cult of Chucky out of those. Curse was, right. I like Curse. I didn't mind Bride of Chucky. Bride, Bride of Chucky, Bride Chucky was, was all right. Seed of Chucky was just absolutely awful. Yeah, I was saying, that was, that was the one you could throw away in the garbage. That one's blah. Yeah. Bride was... Bride I could watch because that's just like... It's that weird 2000s where it's like I could still kind of get with it. It's not like the terrible 2000s. But, but that's when it started like, getting... It started leaning too much into the comedy. Then yeah. I like how you say that because it's the same director who did Freddy vs. Jason. I know yeah. exactly. That's why I'm like, which I, I leave could, alone. No, I could always, mm-hmm. I can always double feature those just for that reason, dude. I'm like, yo, dude, what the fuck? Well, I'm, I'm too. I'm feeling 2003 nostalgic right now. I can't remember oh, what up, else was announced. Upgrade, upgrade was the other one. Uh, yeah, that was it. Uh, yeah, dude, I definitely gotta check that shit out, dude, for sure. You know what? The weird, I was gonna buy the um, Scream Factory, The Burning, and then I just didn't. And now that it's 4K, I'll be like. Now I'll buy it. Yeah, it's it's worth it. It's worth it. It's a good. Movie. Oh yeah, def- no, definitely. I don't. I don't think that I need the. I don't feel. Excuse me. The need to upgrade to the 4K though. Well, unless I, there's I'm new ha- features. Yeah, I don't have it, so for me that actually works out perfectly. Yeah. Um, what do I say there the other day? Oh, one of the guys I think from Arrow and the Head or Collider or something had seen an early sneak peek at the trailer for the new Exorcist film. I. David Gordon Green. I think it's called The Exorcist Believer. From my understanding, I'll just double check. Uh, yes, it is. And from his reaction towards it, he goes, this could actually be really something special. Like he was actually impressed with the footage that they'd shown throughout mm-hmm. that trailer. And it does tie into the first film like mm-hmm. it did the hell uh the halloween franchise so it skips the second and the third film and it just becomes a direct sequel to the first so yeah he was very impressed with what i can't exactly tell you or remember i did see it on youtube i apologize but i remember him specifically saying that he was very impressed with the footage uh yeah and he does talk a little bit about what happens in it don't really want to spoil much. You have to go watch it. Uh, and the other thing was that I wanted to quickly um, just give a quick mention to because I ran into him at Supernova in Melbourne, and that is Danny and Michael Philippou, the two twin brothers down here of Rucka Rucka. They have picked up the rights for the new Street Fighter movie. Oh, really? Yes. So then their latest film, Talk to Me, which has been released by A24, I think I mentioned last week, is getting yeah. a lot of hype and praise. Um, that if you go on their Instagram, they've put up pictures of meeting Sam Raimi, uh, DC Studios, uh, fucking Blumhouse. They've just been everywhere getting offers, and then they've just landed a Street Fighter movie. So um I, did you see their little clip that I posted in the group chat the other day? That, yes, that fan, the, the fan so that, one? That, 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 no, that was them. That was them. That was awesome. Yeah, so that's them, guys. So And uh, Danny, uh, Philip, who's like the director and of the two, his comic book collection of Street Fighter novels is like fucking yay 
like there's so much knowledge about Street Fighter. So I no, kind of feel like it's in pretty good fucking hands, considering that they made those on a very tight budget. Those those small uh, videos. So nice. um, yeah, I think Legendary. They're the producers behind it. Um, oh. Okay. So, nice. Yeah, it's gonna be gonna be interesting to see uh, what they they can do with that. Hopefully, oh. they'll give they're given uh, free range on their own and not like you know producers sticking their fucking hands. And thank shit, you, though. thank you for mentioning legendary well, because that uh, that also dropped last week. The uh, teaser trailer for the uh, title of the next Godzilla versus Kong. Oh yeah, was oh, it Godzilla oh, X Kong? Godzilla X Kong. Uh, was it the, the new empire? New, new yeah, new empire, new kingdom. Dude, I'm excited. For first that. of all, that shit is God. That's chaos from fucking Primal Rage. <laughs> that's my bat right now. We're gonna get get fart bombs and fucking burp bombs. <laughs> and if for anybody who doesn't know what the fuck I'm talking about, go back to 1993 and look for actually 95. Look for a game called Primal Rage. It's fucking awesome. Yep. I'm sad that that game never got like good sequels or anything, but that's because Midway fucking bought it and drowned that bitch. So it wanted to take over Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Which means Warner Brothers should own that shit. Bring it fucking back out, dude. Imagine that True. like new era style fighting. Be fucking awesome. Oh, we also got the trailer for Twisted Metal or like a te- teaser trailer for that. Uh, I, I didn't watch that uh, one yet. You know, man, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm I, not. I don't like Anthony Mackie, dude. I'm just. I can't. Exactly. Just, exactly. Like Thank he you. ruins it, dude. I'm like, ah, I'm like, man, you could have just. You should have just had like some cool cars shooting, and then you just have a a close up of fucking Twisty doing his thing like they did. Yep. And you would have sold me, but the fact that you got this whole intro of Mackie fucking talking and shit like that. <laughs> no, fuck you, Pe- fuck you, Peacock. I'm like, I was interested, and now I'm not. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. Richard knows what I'm talking about. Talon was awesome, dude. Talon was that fucking snake looking. Uh, and then, oh, that was the other thing that I had for nerd news. Uh, and other and more spirit Halloween announcements last week. We talked about Ghostbusters pack. Um, they got. They just announced the new um, cotton candy killer clowns. Fucking yeah, I saw cool. that. Which, yeah, who doesn't want one of those? <laughs> I'm gonna buy two and just hang them in my room for no reason other than I could. Correct me. If you I'm need wrong. to put them in your hallway just to walk through all the time. <laughs> now you got me. We have that on the schedule this year, don't we? Killer clowns. Yeah, I fucking hope so, dude. I'm pretty sure we do. If uh, not, November, uh, November 13th. Saying, if not, we put it on. Hot damn. Yep. What's, uh, man, I'm looking at our list right now. Yeah. It's pretty solid. The only yeah. one I don't yeah. know is my, May 29th. I don't know that one. What is it? The Entity? What the hell is that? Oh, oh, that's a Scuba Steve classic. Yes, uh, yeah. He's that's, talked about it. That's that's the one where the, the, the this entity rapes Barbara Hershey. Oh, yeah, it's a okay. It's a good film, despite that shit. But Dude, I'll forget that by the time we get there. But that's fine. That's cool. that, the very the very <laughs> oh, ending made me laugh so hard. Just when you, I don't want to spoil it for you guys. I never, yeah, never, I, I never watched this one, dude. Is this the one where the girl gets like 
like there's video footage of her getting pounded against the thing from a ghost or something. And they were just like, yeah, yeah look yeah. at this. And she's like, yeah, see what happened. They're like, nah, bitch, you crazy. <laughs> scary movie too. I think I might've seen yeah, it. Yeah. I was like, scary movie too is where I remember. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Oh man. Yeah. We got some good ones, dude. Oh, dude, I'm st- our, Bro, our, our the whole month of May is solid. Yes. Not only that, but even June, first one in June, starting off summer with Sleepaway Camp, bro. Dude, I'm that's so excited fantastic. for that movie. That's why I put it there. I oh, have yeah, the I have the old summer. DVD pack of Sleepaway Camp one, two, and three, and they only had exclusive footage for four, which didn't even happen at the time. Yeah, man, we got definitely uh, we got some solid lineups coming up for sure. Yes, but, we do. Yeah. All right, boys, I think it's about that time. Uh, we are at our two-hour mark. So, Bob, you want to start us off? This is your killing machine, Bobby Amon, saying we'll see you next week in Pinehurst, Friday the 13th, Part 5, fuckers. Yeah. Brody? This is your DKB, all the way from the land in under, signing out, saying that I'll catch you mother lickers next week. This is your Dark Lord of Knowledge, your Chad Daddy, saying come back next week, bitches, for Pinehurst. And thank you again, Brody. For joining yes. us for the thank third you. week in a row, we are honored, man. Love having hey, us. Thank you, thank you. We're gonna fun. have to start paying him, man. He's gonna want those royalties, <laughs> right? At least buy him coffee in the morning. Um, and I am your fluff master, Supreme Big Johnny D, saying thank you once again, Gorehounds, for joining us for another fun episode. Thank you for all that have been invested in the chat. Uh, we love it. I hope you guys enjoy the time you're with us. Uh, we definitely enjoy you guys giving us your feedback. This is great. Once again, join us for Friday 13th, part five next week. Look for us on Instagram at Gor Gorymore Podcast. You can follow us. We put our updates kind of a little bit. Up <laughs> Probably as good, not as good as I should, but hey, whatever. Fuck it. And then obviously, uh, if you're not, follow fucking Project Louder. You got us. Many more awesome shows always going live. So hell yeah. Lick my Bill Paxson. And remember, <laughs> stay fresh, cheese bags. Gabriel's penis. Gabriel Tyson sucks well. <laughs>